Hey, uh, long time no see, you dirty fuckers. Hi, uh, the, welcome to the Something Heavy cast. As always, I'm Robert. I'm Chris. And, uh, welcome to our nerdy as shit podcast where we talk about nerd stuffs mm-hmm. of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And we're coming to you live from, uh, God's Junk Drawer in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, our secret home base. Yes, yes. Not Ground so... Palace. <laughs> our bunker. Yeah. For the impending apocalypse. Yeah. Cool. So, so yeah, we've been. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been some time. We're gonna try not to do that anymore, but yeah, uh, things happen. Yeah, stuff came up. Yeah, life happens. Yeah. You gotta adjust. You do. But uh, glad you came back. It's yeah. good to see you. Indeed. You look well. Indeed. You're looking hot. Just between the three of us, you look really good. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I like yeah. the new look. Me too. But part of the reason we had a little break was I did. Uh, three days as an extra on Independence Day 2. That's right, you did. Or Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. I guess it's actually called IDR, as they called it. Did they call that on set, IDR? Yeah, it was IDR. Um, Okay. Because the first one I remember, yeah, the big thing was it wasn't Independence Day, it was ID4. Yeah. Yeah, now it's IDR. It took me looking on, like, IMDb to find out what the R was for. But But you were on set. I was on set. I can't really talk a whole lot because I'm uh, there's like an NDA. Did you really sign an NDA? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's a few things I mean I could talk about because they just did this big press thing. Mm. So I can talk about that stuff. A little okay. Bit. But um, if you look on the IMDb's, there's a new ship called the Tug, and I was working around that, and you can see a picture of it. And I don't even really know what it does. So even if I mean, what well, is it? I does talk it, about it? But... Does it have wheels? No, it's it's just like it's this big cockpit, and then there's like like legs almost. It almost looks like a a spider. But Does it look like, like the spider from uh, Wild Wild West? Kind of, but it only has four legs. We you know spiders are the fiercest killers in the animal kingdom. Yeah, I learned that from Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really get to see them do anything in it. Right. But I got to see Hemsworth walk out of it. So, is he tall? He's a tall dude. Because him and his brother are both giants. Yeah, they're ginormous. Yeah. Well, Liam is. They saw him, and he's yeah, he's a tall guy. Yeah, but seems yeah. like a nice guy. Nice dude. All the women's were just like, oh, he's even prettier in real life. Well, that I that's I true. Like, yeah, I mean, he's you know that they got a rugged charm. The Hemsworth brothers, they're Australian. Yeah. They're, they're surfers. Yeah. And they can act. They've got yeah. that accent. Yeah. he. I am sure he's knee-deep in horse. Probably. I, I don't know. He's, he seems really nice, though. Yeah. I think he probably... I think he makes sweet love to a lot of women. Do you think he's tender? I think he's probably tender. But he's, like, he's for sure just wading through hose. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no way he's not. Does he, he ever looks at like some extra and he's like, ooh, that critter's got a shitter on her. And then he's like, hey, I'm Liam Hemsworth. We're both going to enjoy it. He's a dude. And dudes, they're dudes. Yeah. Well. So, but yeah, he was very pleasant. That, that's cool. That guy. And I was really excited because I also uh, was on set with Chin Han. Right. From... Which excited the shit out of me. Right. And the he second... always plays shitty bad guys, but he's so cool. Well, it's funny because like every time when you when you told me uh, off the air that you were you guys work with Chin Han my immediate thought was Lao from Dark Knight for mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that's dope. It is pretty dope. Yeah, mm. he's like a commander guy. He's got like gray hair, which is kind of weird, but like on the sides, like Reed Richards style. No, it's it's all over. Okay, because he's, like he's not an older gentleman. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I imagine that's not his actual hair color. I wouldn't think so. But that guy's a pro. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like super focused, laser focused. He wasn't like mean by any stretch of the imagination. He was just like he was there to work. I am in my actor head. So. Well, that's good. But we did some kung fu high fives with the eyes. Was a little chin hot. Was he ever like, oh, buddy? Oh yeah, yeah, he gave me a couple of, yep, little tip of the hat. Yeah. Okay. Hey. That's all that matters. Because everybody else was all, oh, Hemsworth, I'm all fucking chin hot. <laughs> so, that tends to be the case though. Usually, you get excited for the one person no one gives a shit about. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I remember back when we went to San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to see. <coughs> Excuse me. We got we went the same year that they did the big presentation for the King Kong remake. Mm-hmm. We saw Adrian Brody and Jack Black who were having a good time. We saw Naomi Watts who did clearly did not mm-hmm. want to be there. Yeah. Um. But we were most excited to see Michael Beck. Yeah. Um. The star of the Warriors mm-hmm. <laughs> in 1979. Um, yeah. We were like giddy. Yeah. To go see him. Got a not signed picture and all that. Paid twenty bucks for it and it was totally worth it. Yeah, we didn't have to wait in line because there was no line. There was no line. <laughs> so I guess there are benefits to being super into like obscure actors and stuff. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. I think that not even like on a hipster level, it's just like you're able to appreciate something that like no, nobody else really cares about. Cool, it's mine. Yeah, I get to have it now. Yeah, I was actually on set. I was like talking to this girl and I'm like, oh, my fucking chin on. This is one of my favorite actors and she's like. Who what? I'm like that guy right there. She's like him. I'm like yeah, the commander. He's a badass. She's like really? I don't know who he is. Oh, it's Chin Han. I just said that. She kind of want to hit her a little bit. Yeah. Look it up. God damn it. Maybe she did. Watch some movies and you'll be like, oh that guy. I think that's the problem here in this town is when people get actor work. They're just like, I don't even know what movie this is. They're like oh that's Liam Hemsworth. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Like all right, never mind. Oh he's famous. That's cool. That's super cool. Then why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. And I got to see the gold bloom walk by, so that was cool. He's another tall drink of water. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a monster. Did he do any... I I, I just want him to do Ian Malcolm lines from Jurassic Park. Right. And if I ever meet Jeff Goldblum, I'm just going to completely pretend that he is Ian Malcolm. Yeah. And I'm going to ask him deep math questions. Yeah. All chaos theory shit. Yeah. Just to be a dick about it. Yeah, he was, like, too far away, and, like, we weren't really supposed to talk to them anyway. What's all that about? That's just a rule uh, for background actors. It's just, like, don't bother the the actors. The real talent? Yeah. All right. It's, like, don't talk to them or anything. And, like, I've even, I've heard, I've never seen, but I've even heard that there's, like, this, like, even if the actor comes up and talks to you, like, mm-hmm. you could still probably get in trouble. Really? Yeah. Why? Like, he's... That's like, just he... what I've heard. Okay. But I think it probably varies from set to set, director to director. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm sure that if, like, you know, Katie Sackoff, Longmire films here in New Mexico, and Katie mm-hmm. Sackoff is here right now. Yeah. I know. Um, but I'm sure that she's very friendly with everyone on set, you know? She's a polite lady from for everything. She is, her. okay, here's the thing about Katie Sackoff. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I'm a Katie Sackoff at San Diego Comic Expo. Not San Diego. Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said San Diego. 
the, the expo that you used to have here. Mm. <clears throat> and she came because she's in Santa Fe a lot of the time, and, you know, for Longmire. And she is, like, the nicest woman I've ever met. But she's got this thing about her that when you're talking to her, like, she's, like, she's a very eye contact. She's very touchy. Mm-hmm. And this is, she does this to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, so she's just, like, right there. She's engaged with you. She's touching your arm. All this kind of stuff. She's very, like, hair flippy. This kind of stuff. She's very girly. And you don't expect that from the role she plays. Right. But you just, you have these couple of moments every once in a while you're talking to her. And you're like, oh, I could probably break it on down. I could get with Katie Sackhoff, I think. No. No. She just has that way about her, the way she interacts with people. She's just very friendly. She's so friendly. And that's cool. She's the delight. Why look at you with delight. Are you Rex Harrison? Yeah. Well, I'm proud it's of you. Katie Yeah, I know. Um, it's always refreshing to hear that people have had a good time with the uh, big-name talent that come here to town to shoot a show mm-hmm. or a movie. Because like I think we've all heard about the uh, Jessica Alba was here mm-hmm. to shoot some shitty horror movie that nobody saw. Mm-hmm. and uh, she talked about how lame of a town Albuquerque is and how there's nothing to do here mm-hmm. and it's like first of all bitch we live here we know mm-hmm. okay second of all no one asked you to be here we leave yeah I think and then uh, during the, when they were shooting the first Avengers mm-hmm. Chris Evans kind of did the same thing did he really yeah I know that yeah and it was just sort of like you know he's like, oh, Albuquerque's so boring and all this kind of stuff it's like you know what Albuquerque's not boring. Like, you're clearly fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry, if I was a young, beautiful, like, statuesque individual mm-hmm. with fame and fortune, yes, I can find shit to do. Anywhere, there's shit to do. I think, but you have to understand, like, and I'm not making excuses for Chris Evans or Jessica Alba, because, you know, whatever. Like, coming from L.A. or New York... Where, like, yeah. literally everything is available at all times, day or night. Right. Like, if you want Chinese food or if you want drugs or, you know, a 12-year-old Vietnamese girl, right. you can get those at any time in either of those cities. Yeah. In Albuquerque, probably not the Vietnamese girl. Right. But you can at least get Chinese food till about, you know, 10. Right. And that's something. I just, I imagine you could probably still find it. I think that there's, like, I'm one of those people I believe that, like, people with this, like, insane amount of wealth. Yeah. And, and fame and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they get access to shit we don't get access to. Oh, of course. Like, and I'm sure there's some, you know, there's there's these people that are, you know, these little schmucks that are like, that's their job. You know, Jessica Alba wants Chinese food at 3.30 in the morning. you got to find it, or you better cook it up or something. <laughs> well, I'm running to Walmart and getting her some fucking Taipei egg rolls and fried rice. I'm like, this is what I got. Yeah. You gotta yeah, figure it out. Yeah, well, like I, I've heard too that like from actors who who have come from nothing, and they've worked hard for it, and by a certain point in their career they reach a certain level of success and fame and, and you know wealth and stuff like that. And they always think about like, well, the first thing I want to do when I make any real money is I want to buy my mom a car, yeah, or I want to buy these shoes or I want to buy a house, or whatever. And then you become famous, and you find out that people just tend to give you shit. Yeah, like actors very rarely have to go buy clothing. Right. It's just given to them. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because certain brands want, you know... They want you to be seen in their clothing. Their stuff, yeah. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like a weird, like, not perk. Because it's like, well, I have the money now. I don't need to worry about it. I can buy it. But they're just giving it to me. So it's kind of like bittersweet. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's like a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, I have all this money and I can't even spend it. Exactly. Like, well, they give it to me. Yeah, that's, that's a problem I'd like to have. Yeah, I would love to have that kind of problem. Where it's like, I have too much money. I have too much money and I'm neck deep in Chuck Taylors. <laughs> my solid gold house and my rocket shoes and my my diamond belt. It was uh, all free. Yeah, it was all free. Curses. Yeah, I'd like to have that problem. Yeah. Well, and I think that's probably why, you know, those the, the stars get... They go bankrupt from buying all this banana shit because yeah. of that. I think that's why Mike Tyson went bankrupt. Yeah. You don't need two tigers. No. Just the one would be fine. Yeah. How are you? know what? How about a dog? Yeah. A couple Here, of them. A pile of them. Sure. A tiger-sized pile of dogs. Sure, why not? Would be totally reasonable. And with Mike Tyson's fame and wealth at that time, he could have gotten 35 little dogs mm-hmm. and had them all attached to each other, like with tape and like glue and stuff. Mm-hmm. And made into the shape of a tiger. Yeah. Could have worked that out no problem. Totally. Some kind of... Yeah, there's someone out there that... I'm sure someone... He had an assistant that was like, I'll make it happen if if that's what you need. He's like, I need two days. Yep. And I'm I'm going to Michael's and I'll be right back. He came back with some crass. Fucking whip this shit up. Here's your dog tiger. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure it could have happened. I don't know. I I just think that, like, when when you reach that level of success, like, you should kind of be, like, so fortunate... You're so fortunate that you should be grateful. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah, like Albuquerque, like there's not a lot of exciting things to do, but you can find something good to do. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the isotopes and there's a lot of good restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's always something. Yeah. And if you like to smoke the weed, like, you can find that on any street corner. Not even like shady street corner thing. It's just like, you just walk down any street and somebody's like, hey. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, come on. If you want to get high and then get a really good burrito, go stand outside of Frontier for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, like there was a there was a, a director of some renown that had come to town for a film festival we had here in town mm-hmm. a few years ago. I think you know the story I'm talking about. Um, Not sure. He was at the guild with everybody, and within like five minutes, he was offered weed by some uh, random college yeah. kids, and he went off and got high. Yeah. But I remember that. It was always funny to me because at that time, that director, and we don't name names no. like that here on the podcast. No, no, no. Um, he was still using like a Nokia like kind of almost a brick phone i'm like i have a blackberry yeah i'm no one why do i have a better phone than you You're, you have money right a lot of it yeah but yeah but yeah within five minutes he was off and getting high yeah good for him that's albuquerque that's albuquerque for you that's true you know what that's true like we can get a lot of shit done in this town mm-hmm. it's not always good and it's for sure not pretty no but we can get some shit done oh yeah i kind of want to take some pride in that yeah it's a good time yeah. yeah. So, do you think that you'll, if they call you back for IDR, will you go back and do more things? I don't know. I'm debating it. Uh, the last day I was there, um, Roland Emmerich had us on set for 20 hours. And that was a little much. What time was your call time? Uh, 6.45. And what time did you actually make it home? I made it home... Um, about one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I know I wouldn't have been okay with that. Yeah. It was, yeah, and it, it was like standing almost the whole day. Mm-hmm. Except, I mean, there were a lot of times where like all the extras were just sort of splayed out just on the tired. ground. Because they were like moving lights and cameras and stuff around. And Liam Hemsworth was in that scene, correct? Yeah. What was his call time? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. But, but the first time I saw him... Mm-hmm. 
was not until uh, sometime in mid-afternoon. So he theoretically could have been off filming something else. Theoretically, yeah, because they have stand-ins. Right. And so while they're setting up all the shit, they have, you know, the other people that like, mm-hmm. are the same size. That, like, Just standing around. Stand there so they can frame up everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, the last day, because we were shooting with uh, a scene with Angelo Baby. The Chinese actress. Chinese actress. Okay. Who plays the hot dog pilot called Rain. Apparently she's a big deal in China. No one names her kid Rain. Just FYI. Yeah. I don't know anybody named Rain. Her name's Rain Lau. Okay. Yeah. And, um... So she was there in the morning. All right. And she was, uh... Pleasant. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Um... I feel kind of bad for her sometimes, because... Um... And I think I can mention this. But what we were doing was, like... Because she's supposed to be, like, a, you know... Like, superstar pilot. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows her, like, who she is, and... Did you see Edge of Tomorrow? Tom Cruise, yeah. Emily Blunt? Yeah. Is she the Emily Blunt of this movie? Kinda, yeah. Or was, like, Emily Blunt was the angel of Verdun? Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, due to a specific event. Oh, okay. Or anything like that. But, but everyone just knows her. Yeah. Okay. And they're just, like... They got, like, pictures of her and stuff. She's got, like, a headshot for some reason. Well, like, her and her, like, fighter pilot stuff all... Yeah. <laughs> And then so in the scene she's like, she's basically getting mobbed, mm-hmm. and um, she's a small woman, very very small, and uh, it looked treacherous, just in shooting the scene because there were so many people, right. and the idea was just to mob her, and she would just get like enveloped in this mob. Was supposed to be like signing autographs or something? Yeah. Now is her character supposed to be scared or just like yeah, what's up? Fucking rain. Um, seems like she's just she's just like kind of humbly like okay. Okay. Now when you say she's tiny, mm-hmm. give me like a height. Like is she like four foot two, or is she like a good five foot something? Uh, I think she's probably in the five foot range. Okay. But weighs like eighty six pounds. Yeah. Okay. It's so she's bad. just like a waif. I could, like, wrap my thumb around her ankle, like, three times. That's gross. No, I don't. <laughs> but she's, yeah. She's so she's skinny. <laughs> you feel like, like, if you want to do that, I'll get it. <laughs> well, there was actually a moment where, like, because uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Asian extras. Right. Because, like, the idea is that, like, all the nations have gotten together. And so, of course, all the Asians are, like, super happy about Rain Lao. Mm-hmm. You know. And, um... So, I'm standing there with a couple of the other actors, extras, and we're looking at her the first time we see her, and we're like, no, oh, she's pretty. But then there was just sort of this moment of, like... Like, cause she's almost kid-like. Oh. So we're all like... Mm, I don't know. I, this is really kind of uncomfortable. Right. For a minute. And then, but there was just, like, these three or four, like, super old Asian dudes. And they're just all, yeah, Angela Baby. That's what I'm talking about. Ting! And we're like, oh, God. This makes a lot of sense in a really gross way. Okay, first, I don't want to sound racist, mm-hmm. but this is going to sound racist. I didn't know there were that many Asians in Albuquerque. 
Yeah, well, one of the scenes, because uh, uh, what I initially got called for was they needed Asian extras. Mm-hmm. And I'm, some of you may know, I'm half Asian. Mm-hmm. And that's listed. Like, people, uh, casting people know that. But I, they called me up, and they're like, hey, come in, you want to come and do this? It's like the scene's supposed to be in Singapore. Mm-hmm. On the streets, you're pedestrian. And I'm like, wait a minute, did you call me because I'm half Asian? And they're like, yes. I'm like, well, you're looking at my picture, right? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, because I don't look Asian at all. I mean, I am Asian, but I don't look it. No, you don't. And they're like, it's cool, whatever. Let's, we, we just need people. So if you look even vaguely Asian, we need you. You have a touch of Asian, do you? A little bit. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, and then so when I showed up for that scene in particular, I I pretty sure it was all of the Asian population of New Mexico. Yeah, there was about two hundred, and it was just like from sixteen years old to I don't know people in their sixties, and um, yeah, it was like all of them. Yeah, and I was kind of amazed that there was like everybody was just happy at getting along and they're just happy to all be Asian you know and they're all just like what are you they're like I'm a Taiwanese and like, so they're like Japanese a Korean yeah meet me <laughs> like high-fiving everywhere and they were just like also very excited and then they just look at me all what are you like, oh, I'm half Filipino and they're like oh okay like they understand like all oh, right on yeah like they got it like okay that's why you look the way that you do yeah I guess wow that's kind of racist yeah Filipinos Asian. Yeah, I, you know what? I got called a half breed more often than I'd like to to have happened by Asian people. Yeah, that's okay. Well, you, see, you... here's the thing. All right, and, and I can say I'm going to say this: having grown up around Asians mm-hmm. with partially an Asian family. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is I'm, I'll put a warning right here because this might get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth. All right, truth. Asians, in general, I have found in my travels, in my life, tend to be the most racist people in the world. However, okay, that was a bad thing to say, but they tend to be racist against each other, mainly. Right. Is, you know, it's like, ah, Chinese, you know, this sort of thing. Or when they're feeling especially sort of like, I'm proud that I'm Asian in general, it's like everybody else sucks. Right. Like you're cool because you're Asian. Mm-hmm. But it just it flips on a dime. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've noticed. Well, I I've noticed too. And again, let's have a little warning. Yeah. These are the views expressed by me in my experiences in my travels with having a full Hispanic family. Mm-hmm. Um, Hispanic people are fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's weird, really weird. Like. Mexican people don't like Puerto Ricans or Cubans or Dominicans or anything like that. But Dominicans don't like Mexicans, Cubans, or Puerto Ricans. It's like we all hate each other for no reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like the in, in Hispanic culture, it's like yeah, you don't ever want to marry a Cuban woman. Yeah. Okay. But does it have that sort of thing where I liken it to having siblings? Mm-hmm. This is where it's like you can say whatever you know, you can say whatever you want. About your brother's sister. Yes. But if someone outside of the family 
even were to say the same thing, it'd be like, nah. Yeah. Well, we, there is a little bit of that where it's like it, it, that inclusiveness of like, it's like, I don't like you, Cuban. And Cuban's like, I don't like that Puerto Rican. And then there's a white guy who's like, well, I don't like any of you brown people. It's like, well, he's dead. Right. We're going to get back. We're going to go beat him and his family to death. Yeah, we'll unite. We'll unite for like that good half, two, three days, mm-hmm. maybe half a day if we're lucky. Yeah. We're all in the same place. But that's it. And then when we're done, we're going to go back to hating each other. Like, all right, let's go. Yeah, 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 and that's kind of the way it is with with Asians. I find. I I think it's the same way with black people too. Like you know, Haitians mm-hmm. and like Jamaicans hate each other. Right. But then like when something bad happens, it's like, hey, it's, oh, okay, and then they all yeah. go after that guy. But yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's just people the way they are. You know, the, and there's a big race discussion going on in America right now. There is. After the unfortunate incident in uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, here's the thing. Everybody out there, and I think Louis C.K. said it best, okay? Everything's great. Everything's great, and no one's happy. Yeah. No one's fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Like, people are still freaking out over the Caitlyn Jenner thing. Yeah. Which, it's like, okay, he wanted to be a woman? Awesome, cool, he's a woman. Good for you. Yeah. Um, like, we have the internet in our pockets. Yeah. And, like, we all climb into metal tubes. And, and fly through the sky at hundreds of miles an hour pissing in the face of God because we don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, it's it's a marvel that the planet hasn't cracked in half at this point. Mm-hmm. But everybody's just fucking complaining. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. We're just never happy. I don't think we'll ever be happy. I think it's just the, it's just the human thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to you being on the set of Independence Day 2 um, there's a lot of things right now that are still filming here is Preacher still filming here? I'm not sure okay it's too bad you couldn't get on Preacher yeah I didn't even know anything about it yeah Seth Rogen was here yeah to, and Dominic Cooper was here and all those guys oh nice yeah yeah the other um, I know that there's some uh, Aziz Ansari thing going on mm-hmm because uh, I saw a call time for that right um at the same time that IDR was shooting. And then there's, you know, they're shooting Manhattan right now. Yeah, but that's going on all year long, isn't it? Yeah. They're like always shooting Manhattan. Yeah. And that's a show I'll never get on. Because you're not, you don't have that 1950s look about yeah. you. Well, they might need gardeners or mm-hmm. plumbers. <laughs> yeah. Now that's racist. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey. but, you know, I'm still kind of upset, though, because apparently, even if you're in like the earth space defense force mm-hmm. on the moon apparently beards are not protocol right dress code they chopped off all my hair and my beard and stuff as you probably tell and do you want to show the audience your hair no i'm all sweaty but you know, all... see but that's but you know it's okay because not only did you get a free haircut you got paid to get a haircut. yeah i got paid extra to do it and that's good but I, I made a vow to you mm-hmm. over text. Yes, you did. That now I'm not I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna do anything for one year. For a year. Okay, that text is saved in my phone from two days ago, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. Okay. And and on that date, if you have gotten a haircut, or have shaved, or even you know you can trim your beard. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, That's okay. fine. But if any of this is gone. I get to pick something from the Wall of Wonder here. All right. And keep it forever. Yeah. And just, you know, I'm picking that. My TARDIS? Yeah. So we were talking about in the last podcast that we needed some Doctor Who love on here. And, and we got some. So I put some. 
But then you also added the loot crate Terminator head. Mm-hmm. See, okay, this is what I want to ask you about. We're from nerd geek culture, and we know the importance of leaving everything in the box. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have a bunch of loot crate stuff, like my Batman Joker thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got my Terminator head, and I got a, a Boba Fett Funko doll. Mm-hmm. They're all still in the box. See, I'm not, I don't, I've never done that. But I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. Like, see, like I'm never going to sell it. I'm going to keep all my shit. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't need to take it. I wouldn't care. I shouldn't care if it comes out of the box, because I kind of want to play with it. Yeah. Like, I have a Captain America Age of Ultron action figure that I found at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, still in the container, mm-hmm. in the in the plastic case. Like, yeah. I want to take it out and I'm like, oh, fuck you, Ultron, no! Ah! And throw the shield and like go get it and like play with it, you know? Yeah. I can't bring. My, I just can't bring myself to do it. See, I I I do. Everything comes out of the box immediately. Yeah. I want to play with it. I want to look at it and ad- admire its wonder in 360 view. Yes, I understand. Like that. a loading screen from Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim. Spinning it around. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of video games, um, Batman Arkham Knight came out mm-hmm. this past Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I've been watching uh, another video, another YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. Give a little shout out. Sure. Um, the channel's the Rad Brad. Uh, he's my favorite guy to watch doing uh, playthroughs. Um, he he adds in his little witticisms every once in a while, but I think he's a I think he's a good player. So give his channel a watch and give it a follow. Um, and tell him we sent you. Tell mm-hmm. him the something heavy cast sent you and. Uh, maybe he'll give us some love. Love you, Brett. Um, but from what I've seen so far, yes, it is more of the same mm-hmm. in terms of gameplay and mechanics and stuff like that, but def- really, really refined to like a remarkable level. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, the interactions with the environment, uh, Batman's suit, the way he moves, and, and of course the integration of the Batmobile and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's it's a beautiful game. Yeah. And I want to play it. However, I'm still playing an Xbox 360 and it makes me wish I was dead. But that's fine. So, whatever. Well, kind of getting into that. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I've seen some stuff. Uh, I've been watching... I watched a video. I don't know if he's going to do any more. But I was watching Jim Sterling play. It's like an hour's worth. Of Arkham Knight? Like the first hour. Okay. And that was interesting. He mm-hmm. said he might do more. But yeah, Jim Sterling. He's great. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I played the first three... Mm-hmm. And it does look very more more the same. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And the Batmobile looks pretty cool. Yes. But I have a feeling that me personally, I'll probably get bored with the Batmobile. I can see that. Um, but kind of on the video you're talking about the 360. Did you watch any of the E3 press conferences? I caught bits and pieces of it. It was hard for me to watch because it's like you know it's we can stream it. I could stream it on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I tried to at work. But our Wi-Fi connection at work sucks a giant pile of smashed assholes. Mm-hmm. So I, I would get like a few minutes of it, and then it would just freeze. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I was like, I'm going to crack my iPhone in half. Right. So I'm just I'm going to go back to podcasts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, there was that, that the big announcement from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Like that uh, they're bringing backwards compatibility to the xbox one right and i wanted to ask you about that and i'm glad you brought that up because i I had forgotten but i wanted to ask you about that Mm -hmm. so is it going to be just uh like an update over xbox live yeah that's all it's going to be like you don't need to like have any hardware installation or anything like that no so it's going to be just like an update and that's that's fantastic i was i was watching the thing where they were sort of explaining the tech behind it Mm -hmm. and um in this i mean 
kind of dumbed down because I'm dumb. But my understanding of it is is that they're basically tricking the Xbox One into running the uh, the operating system of the 360. Okay. And then so uh, it just it it the, the it puts the game in and it it thinks or even if it's like a digital download, the software just believes that it's a mm-hmm. 360 and it's running a 360 disc. Okay. And uh, I, I guess it was like a big thing for them to figure out, but they, they figured out how to do it. And so uh, it's just, I think if, if you have like the physical disc or whatever, mm-hmm. from what it sounds like, you're still going to have to like download the game. Onto the hard drive. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a little bit of code or something mm-hmm. that allows it to run off of the 360 software in the Xbox One. Okay. If that makes any sense. It just, the, to me, it sounds like, like this is something you guys should have figured out before the Xbox One. Now, here's my question. Future releases of the Xbox One, you know, the next wave, generation, whatever you want to call it, is that going to have that technology integrated into the system? So that way you don't have to eventually get the software download. Um, I don't know. I think that would be the smart move. It doesn't sound like it's like a really... Like giant download. Okay. It's just a little bit of you know code. Okay. That, uh, like an, on a patch. And I mean, like you get an Xbox One, you. I mean, same thing with PS4. I mean, right. you get it home, you take it out of the box, you set it up. There's a patch immediately. Yeah. You know, they do the updates all the time. Right. So. But here's here's my other question. I have a bunch of games saved on my hard drive on my 360. Mm-hmm. Like games that I haven't even fucking played yet. Right. Like because I got Fallout 3. And I'm mm-hmm. playing that now because I saw the trailer for Fallout 4 and I was like, well, I should probably jump into that. Yeah. So I started playing Fallout 3. But I have, like, I just downloaded Thief mm-hmm. for free. I have Assassin's Creed 4, which I haven't still haven't played. Mm-hmm. Um, are, this is all that you downloaded off of Xbox Live? Yeah, that I got for free. Supposedly that'll... They'll, they'll carry over? They'll carry over, yeah. Because, yeah, because, like, it'll show my Xbox Live ID or whatever should show, like, oh, he got that game for free mm-hmm. at the time. He still gets it for free. Yeah. And I can download it onto the hard drive of the Xbox One. To my understanding, yeah. Okay. Same with fine. the Xbox Live Arcade games. Yes. Yeah. That's fine because I would be I would be pissed off if I had to keep my Xbox One. I mean, I'd keep my 360 just to play those games, mm-hmm. and then jump back and forth between the two systems. Yeah. That becomes cumbersome. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Um, the E3 footage, however, that I did follow very closely was about the division. Mm-hmm. Okay. That game alone makes me want to buy an Xbox One. Yeah, I really want to play that fucking game. Yeah, it looks. It good. looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I like the fact that that they were gonna rush the release and release it uh, this year, mm-hmm. and I think they pushed it back to 2016. Yeah. That makes me happy. I'm yeah, like, that's cause, good. Yeah, because like just from the footage I've seen, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you for taking the time to do this correctly. This is glorious. Yeah. I love all of you and want to give each of you a mouth hug. Yeah. It looks fantastic. It looks great. Yeah. Um, I did see that Black Ops Three is going to release on the 360 as well. Is it? I, I, as we've discussed before on this show of ours, mm-hmm. our show of shows, um, I was completely underwhelmed by Advanced Warfare. Yeah, me too. I just didn't care. Yeah, I'm just I'm over it. I think I'm over Call of Duty. And I think a lot of people are getting that. I think a lot of people are getting Call of Duty burnout. I think the Battlefield people kind of get it right where they go away. Mm-hmm. For a few years, yeah. Um, and Call of Duty is like you'll have one every year. 
Yeah. Like, we don't want that. And I keep seeing all this stuff for Black Ops 3, mm-hmm. and it's just, it all just sort of blends together for me right. now. I'm like, yeah. I, I, being the Call of Duty fan that I am, I will continue to play the series, and I will definitely get that game and play it, but I'm, I'm, I'm almost to the point where it's like, okay, stop making games for the 360. Yeah. Focus on the Xbox One. Focus on the story. Focus on making the game good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just move on. Yeah. Not not to say that 360 isn't still a viable machine, because I know a lot of people who still have their 360 and love playing it. Um, I just have an issue where it's just like, eh. Yeah. Like, I'd rather play it on the Xbox One. I want to see what the Xbox One is capable of. Mm-hmm. As, you know, we discussed before, you showed me The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from the wonderful nudity, mm-hmm. which I loved, mm-hmm. um, that's a beautiful game. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. The detail and... All the stuff that goes into it, like I love it. It mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Yeah, but I was playing that on PC. I don't know what it looks like on. I mean, I'm sure it looks great. Well, I just PC mean like the next generation of mm-hmm. of stuff like that. And we discussed that the 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 Witcher three was beautiful. It is. Yeah. It's glorious. Yeah, I finally actually uh, finished it. I mean, well, the main campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's probably still another. 60 hours of content that I haven't even seen. Oh, for sure. And then they're giving, you know, they got all these DLC that's coming out. It's adding more shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I finished the campaign, I, I decided I made the, the decision that I'm going to take a break from it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me sad in my heart that I'm not playing Witcher 3 all of the time. Mm-hmm. I but I think it's important that I kind of separate myself from it. Okay. Yeah, bit. I think so. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this in any of the E3 coverage, but I wanted to ask you because you would know, has there been any talk of another Elder Scrolls game? No, because um, there's still, you know, they, they just launched uh, Elder Scrolls Online right. on the consoles. And then, uh, you know, Bethesda's, you know, putting out Fallout 4. Fallout 4. And that kind of seems to be the cycle okay. now because it was like Oblivion came out, mm-hmm. they put out Oblivion, and then it was like Fallout 3, and then... Skyrim. Or was it Skyrim, and then it was New Vegas after that. I believe it was uh, some like somewhere along those lines. Yeah, I thought I thought New Vegas was kind of like a sequel. Yeah, it wasn't like necessary. It was taking the same place at the same time as Fallout Three. Yeah, or like it was, it was an add-on, like roughly. a DLC or something like that. Well, it was its own separate game. Okay, for sure. Um, but it wasn't like a numbered sequel. Right. Um, so you know, they're probably working on the next Elder Scrolls. Because I about it in a couple years. I. I kind of want to play Skyrim, mm-hmm. but just from the way you talked about it, I'm afraid it's just like, all right, cause that's all I'm going to do for, like, weeks on end. I'm not really going to get anything else done. I don't I don't have that kind of time to devote to it right now. Yeah. I'm busy. That's kind of what happened with Witcher 3 for me. It took over your life. Yeah. But see, you have that, you have that kind of addictive personality when it comes to video games. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, man, you want to go? I can't. Witcher 3. Click. Yeah. And it's like, well, we'll see him in six weeks. Yeah, well, hopefully not that long. But, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of why I needed to step away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh my god, so good. What's the ending of the game? I'm never going to play it, so you can tell me. Well, there are multiple endings. Okay, what's the ending that you got? Okay, spoilerificness. Are you going right to put, here. can we put in a linky-link, a clicky? Yeah, to go boo forward. Yeah, to, like, you're just going to boof a few minutes ahead and you're not going to get a squad. Because here's the thing, I'm never going to play Witcher 3. 
Never. For any reason will I play Witcher 3. Which is so sad. Unless I get it for free. If I get it for free. It will someday. It'll come out someday. Yeah. And then I'll probably like, alright, whatever. And then I'll be like, oh, but go ahead. So, apparently I got mostly one of the good endings. Mm -hmm. Not like the best ending. Right. But the, like, almost good. Best. That makes sense. So, here's the thing. Is that I was, I was very undecided. I was eternally conflicted mm-hmm. about um, Geralt's choice between Yennefer mm-hmm. and um, Triss. Okay. Because they both seem very, you know, he seemed like really, you know, in lurfs with both of them. Yes. And uh, so I ended up, you know, just kind of being kind of a cad about it. And banging both of them? Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Which turns into this whole scene where basically, uh, like near the end, where they're they're like, they come they come to Geralt and they're like, like you know we just we decided that, you know we don't we shouldn't be fighting over you like, and and it's all cool so you know come to the come to our room, and he's like, all right I get them both, and then, they. Uh, they disrobe a bit mm-hmm. and then handcuff his ass to the bed and they're like all you suck and you know and they leave so they leave him handcuffed to a bed yeah and he's freed the next morning and then um but then the, like the rest of the end is you know you basically you end up saving Siri and uh everybody thinks she dies mm-hmm. but it turns out that she didn't and mm-hmm. then Geralt gets her like her own silver sword and he teaches mm. her to be a like witcher the, yeah the final stuff to be a witcher and they go off on their merry witcher ways and they just their adventure continues but we don't know what it is well they kind of they talk about it that like you know they they travel for a few years together while he's kind of teaching her and then when she's ready they go their separate ways and um they both witcher until they die okay and I guess apparently in like the best ending, mm-hmm. like the best best ending is that you, um, you know, you end up like choosing one of the, he ends up marrying one either Jennifer or Triss or something. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, but I but I messed it up, and they both are like, sorry, buddy. So Geralt ends up alone. So, but as Geralt, you're kind of like, well, I fucked you both, so whatever. Yeah, well, he just seems to kind of like, you know fuck a swath through the land anyway <laughs> it's like he got backed into a corner had to fuck his way out yeah okay and that which happens yeah not to me but I, I've heard tell of legend you know I, I actually think there's a there's a quest where you you end up doing that you get back to the corner you gotta fuck your way out for real I think so yeah if I remember uh, right that's that's impressive yeah um cool yeah. I okay look at some point, I'm sure I will play the game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will. I just, I really didn't enjoy Witcher 2. I, was like, I didn't I, either. I was like, I don't want to fucking play this. This is stupid. I played ten minutes of it. Exactly, yeah. And I didn't like it. Nah, I was done with it. But basically everything that I didn't like about Witcher 2, they fixed in Witcher 3. And I love it so much. Okay. It's like, in my top three, I think, video games ever. Ever? Yeah. What are your top three? Yeah. No, what are your top three? My top three? Oh, um, Monkey Island 2, number one, right? And then I would say number two 
Oh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me? Why did you look all weird about Monkey Island too? Because I've been hearing that for years. Well, fucking yeah, Monkey Island too. Monkey Island too. Never even played the damn thing. It's amazing. Okay. One of the best things ever. All right. Um, God, number two. I would have to say uh, Oblivion would be my number two. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then Witcher three. Wow, that's impressive. It's a good list. I think so. Yeah. Kind of obscure, but with some new classics. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sounds all right. See, I just, you know, I wasn't one of those kids. I didn't get into... I never really understood the appeal of Zelda. Me and I never got it. I think we talked about this before. It's so fucking goofy. It's not that it's goofy. It's just like, I don't care. Yeah. There are better RPGs out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh... I was a little too old for the the Pokemans when they came out. Yes, of course. As well you should have been. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I missed all those, like, crazes. I never, you know, like, the stuff from when we were kids, like Metroid and stuff. I just got frustrated with Metroid. I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going or what I'm doing. No, because it's like you go down, you think you finally find a new cave system, go down, you're like, oh, this is the one I went through, like, fucking five times already? Awesome. Yeah. Great. You know what game system I never got into? Game I I never really got into, but I, I... kind of wish I had was Mega Man yeah I just never got into Mega Man it was just those games it was like cause I really got into like Ninja Gaiden yeah and those are all part of those games that are like that Nintendo hard yeah and so I was I, I, I had accepted Ninja Gaiden or like Castlevania yes but I didn't need to stack like Mega Man on top of that shit no like oh that's just some, that's a hassle I don't need when I'm like Nine years old. Because like, if I'm gonna go with like classic games, I'd say my my, my number one game of all time. Yeah. And this still holds true. Is Super Mario World. Fucking got me a cape. Mm-hmm. Not punching a dinosaur in the back of the head to make him eat things. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, that's a good game. Um. Chrono Trigger. Mm. Which was a bomb ass RPG from back in the day. Yeah. Um. Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. Really. Yes. Um. And then probably. Bionic Commando. Yeah. I used to love the robot arm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm a swinging shit. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, that was a hard game, too. Yeah, totally. Bad Dudes. Yeah. I love bad, bad Dudes. Did you ever read the old Nintendo books? Mm-mm. Like, back in the day, there was a... Um, they were called Worlds of... The, the main overall series was Worlds of Power. Okay. which Which related to Nintendo and all their properties and shit like that. And... They had novels based on all the video games. Okay. And so for Simon's Quest, the story was that you were this kid who got sucked into the world of Castlevania II, Simon's Quest, Mm -hmm. and you had to help him fight vampires and shit. You had to help Simon Belmont fight vampires and whatnot with, like, whips and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there was uh, one for Infiltrator. Do you ever remember Infiltrator? Mm Mm-mm. It was like a helicopter game or whatever. Okay. But I, I don't know why I remember that. Like, I can't do fractions, but I remember this. Um, there was this guy, Jimbo Fitzgibbons. Okay. He's the main character. All right. He's like a... It was a complete ripoff of fucking um, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, okay. Like he was a concert pianist, but he was also a surgeon, and he was like a rocket scientist, but he was like an expert martial artist. Mm-hmm. And he was also a spy working for the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. But it's like everybody knows who he is, so how is he a spy? Right. And so he goes off on this adventure and like this new rookie agent is with him and he's like the the cipher for the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I still have some of those somewhere. Nice. They're terrible. They're terribly written. But when, sure you, when you're a kid you're like 
I'm in it. I'm in Castlevania. Yeah. I always loved that game. Mm-hmm. The Simon's Quest was a fun game. Yeah. I, I enjoyed those games. Yeah. I always liked the first one better. I kind of miss the simplicity of those games. Yeah. It was like you just go and you play and you kill the bad guy and you win. Yeah. I think my favorite one was uh, the one for the Super Nintendo. Like Castlevania 4 or something like that. Okay. Or, or Super... Super Ca- Remember when the Super Nintendo first came out and then it was like Super Everything? Yeah. I think it was like Super Castlevania 4. Yeah, something like that. Do you remember... Remember Contra? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those games are stupid hard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is that like I think that you know all those kids that grew up during that time mm-hmm. is that I think every every kid sort of had this this moment or this couple of moments where you could only really devote yourself to a couple of those like Nintendo hard games. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I, there was that kid who just like he could get through Contra. Yes. You know, he had seen the <laughs> ending and he'd show it to you if you come over for the afternoon. Yeah. But. Like, it's like, I'm never gonna, it's never gonna happen right. for me. But I've seen it now, thank you. Exactly. And so, but then there's, you know, the other kid that's like, oh yeah, I beat Metroid. You know? And so, each kid had that, like, couple of games. You know a game I never saw the ending of and it breaks my heart? Hmm. Blaster Master. Yeah, I never did either. I get my tank going after my frog. Fight another giant mutated frog. Yeah. yeah I never saw the end of Blaster Master. That kind of breaks my heart. I wish I'd seen it. Yeah. Well, now you can see all of it on YouTube. It's not the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember when we first got Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And you won. Like, you beat Goro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you beat Shang Tsung, and you won the game. Mm-hmm. You, like, you accomplished something. Mm-hmm. You achieved something important, something big. Yeah. That not everybody can do. Yeah. You beat more. You, hey, you won the Mortal Kombat tournament, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's a big won, thing. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. It was like when you beat Street Fighter 2 for the first time. And Ryu's ending was such a letdown. Mm. He's like, I'm just going to keep questing for fights. I'm like, well, thanks, fucko. That was pointless. Yeah, was it? Uh, I don't know which version it was where he just, like, he's doing uppercuts in the waterfall. Oh. You're like, okay, great. I think that's, like, the Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Edition. Yeah. Laser Riot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was the problem I had with the Street Fighter series is, like, all these fucking variations of the same games kept coming out. I was like, come on, guys. How about you make Street Fighter 3? Yeah. yeah. It did eventually. And then, like, the new ones, the Street Fighter 5 is coming out. Yeah. It's only going to be for the PS4. Which I don't understand. Like, just exclusive deal. Capcom and Sony. Which which makes me wonder, does that extend to Resident Evil? No, I think it's just for, like... Just a Street Fighter title? Yeah, Street yeah. Fighter title. Because I think the, the Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider game, mm-hmm. is only going to be on the Xbox One. Really? Yeah. Like, Microsoft got that exclusive. I don't know. You see, the thing is, is that everybody's really... I, I watched all of the E3 press conferences. Right. And everybody's, like, super stoked about all of them. And there's, like, some cool shit. Yeah. But I, you know, and I'm not normally like this, but I I seem to be more cynical than usual. Because mm-hmm. there's the thing that's kind of bothering me. Okay. Is, like, there seems to be a trend of, like, remakes. Yes. Like... Just give us new shit, please. You know, because they announced like they're gonna they're doing redoing the first Gears of War for Xbox One. It's like Gears of War Ultimate Edition. I saw that, yes. You know, and stuff like that. But like Sony seems to be doing even more of that shit. And um, I don't know, it's getting old. It's like uh, you know, it's like it's you know, and some of this stuff with like uh, it's, it's gonna get wonky with the backwards compatibility with the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. 
because like some games aren't going to move over because they're getting remasters or they already have one right and stuff so it's like like Gears of War 1 I don't think we'll get backwards compatibility because, because like, they knew what's coming out yeah they want you to play the remaster version and same thing with like say the Halo series because you know the Master Chief collection came out mm-hmm. and you got uh, Guardians coming out later this year yeah so they might they might as well like, oh, fuck the original Halo games like who cares yeah and then like they they're um, they're putting out that uh, I don't know if you saw the the rare compilation like all the old rare games except for like Goldeneye and yeah because Goldeneye is still exclusive to Nintendo isn't it yeah well there's I don't know it's like all over the place okay. the but, but like what about like, like Donkey 30, Kong Country stuff like that yeah it's like 30 rare games they're putting on one disc that's awesome the Xbox One and some of them are like Xbox 360 like the Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts mm-hmm. and like Viva Pinata and so it's like well are those games going to be on the backwards compatibility list probably not Probably. But see, that's something that I think they're going to have to address sometime soon because I I do think that Xbox, Microsoft fucked up royally when they didn't have backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. And they keep saying that they never thought it was possible. And then they finally they figured it out like later. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't buy that. I To be honest with you, I bet you they were just like, ah, well, fuck it, just keep your 360. Yeah. Which, on the one hand, like, okay, I kind of understand that. But on the other hand, to come back and say later on, well, we didn't think it was possible, but we figured it out. It's like, okay, well, what was so hard about it before? Right. I don't buy it. Yeah. I think that was probably, not planned, but they just, I think it was like a bout of laziness and when everyone started complaining. Well, yeah, because then they had, um, what was his name? Phil Matrick or whatever. He was the one running Microsoft Studios at the time when the Xbox One came out. Hmm. And then, he, I mean, he was the one that was making all those decisions. Right. That everyone was getting up in arms about when the Xbox One was first coming out. Um, about like always being online and all that kind of shit. Because he even had that shit quote from like the E3 from that year mm-hmm. when uh, before they had changed it. Because some reporters asked him, they were like, "Well, what about people who don't have internet access?" And he's like, "Well, fortunately, we have a product for people who don't have consistent internet access. It's called an Xbox 360." And everybody was like, "Fuck you, buddy!" And then like a week after that E3 or a week or mm-hmm. two, like he left. Microsoft. Yeah. And then Phil Spencer took over. Do you think he was uh, given the old the old boot? Yeah. I think they he was kind of nudged out. And then so, you know, I think that the past couple of or the past year or whatever has been a lot of Phil Spencer trying to kinda of clean up kind of right the ship magic left. Yeah. Um so in your opinion, because you know more about video games than I do. Mm-hmm. I mean like I'm a gamer but you're like a hardcore gamer. Do you see yourself ever picking up a PlayStation 4? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, because some of the exclusive... Because the Uncharted 4 looks amazing. Yes, I was going to bring up Uncharted. Um, the Last Guardian looks amazing, but I worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and... You know, basically anything that Naughty Dog is going to put out, mm-hmm. it's not going to come to the 360. Or the Xbox One. Do they have? Does Naughty Dog have an exclusivity deal with? Sony? It seems like, yeah. It kind of. I mean, like they did Last of Us, and then yeah. you know, they do Uncharted, and so. Um, I but I always felt like Uncharted, as much as I did appreciate those games and enjoyed playing what little bit of them I did, um, I always felt that like Uncharted was the Sony answer to Tomb Raider. It was like the male Tomb Raider. Yeah, in a way, mm-hmm. but it, it was. It's more like. So there's been more like cinematic and like story driven. Mm-hmm. 
because I kind of feel like, um, you know, there was Tomb Raider and then Uncharted sort of was biting off Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. but it kind of came into its own. And then so the new Tomb Raider was like kind of biting off of Uncharted. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like, but I like, I like it both. Yes. I, I, I watched the cinematic trailer for, um, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. You know, where she's getting chased by that bear. Mm-hmm. And she jumps off the cliff and does the, you know, the ice axe. Yeah. I was like, damn, that chick is badass. Yeah. That chick is cool. They also did this really cool cinematic trailer um, <coughs> for all the Xbox One games. And it was like Master Chief, Laura Croft, um, Marcus Phoenix, mm-hmm. and a couple other guys. Yeah. And did you see that trailer as well? Mm-hmm. And it had like the Man of Steel music behind it? Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was a really well done trailer. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I think it was like the, like a character from Fable Legends. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, it was like a new thing. But um, yeah, I think Microsoft like did, they had a really strong uh, press conference. The the uh, the Hololens, their Minecraft mm-hmm. thing, was banana sandwich. Yeah, from I never saw any of it, but people were freaking out about it. Yeah, I don't. I still don't see like the the practical use of the Hololens, mm-hmm. but it's super cool. Because um, they had like, because you know they were doing like the Minecraft, and then the guy just sort of stood. And they had like, they said they had like a special thing on the camera so that you could see when they, what they were filming. You could see what the dude was seeing. Yeah, they had like this whole thing set up, and he just like walks up his table, and then the, like the Minecraft rules just like bloop, like comes out of it. Yeah. And then, like, the chicks walking around and stuff, and it was like, that's fucking amazing. We're living in the future, you guys. <laughs> I don't know why I would ever do this. And, like, do I need this special, like, soup, this kind of size table? Or mm-hmm. does it have to be a certain... What, I don't know. I don't know anything about this technology, and you guys aren't really talking about it, but that looks dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but I want in. Yeah. Now. Um, now, I remember reading about the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Did they partner with Microsoft? Yeah, um, like every Oculus Rift is going to come packaged with an Xbox One controller. Okay. Um, For integration between the two. Yeah, well, yeah, and they were talking about how like, I, I, no, and they're still not being clear on what it's going to be about. Like, our Xbox One game is going to natively be able to work with the Oculus Rift, right? Or because they they mentioned something about like being able to basically like stream your games from your PC through your Xbox One to the Oculus Rift, and it was all very kind of murky what they were saying how it works. Yeah. Um, but that also looks dope, and I want one. Yeah, I I don't understand the technology behind like this is some kind of sorcery. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, but I, mean, I want an Oculus. I got Rift. to I got to use one at Sundance back in January. Right. And. It seems so simple mm-hmm. because, I mean, the company basically just started off taking, like, cell phone screens. And then they were just, like, it's two cell phone screens and it's, like, the same image, you know, this certain distance to make yeah. them... 3D. 3D. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's amazing, though. It is. No, it's it's crazy technology. I think we're on the cusp of something really, really big. Because yeah. I think, like, the Oculus Rift, like, it's almost there. Yeah. You know, it's almost virtual reality. Yeah. Not quite. Plus, like, the headset is kind of cumbersome from what I understand. It's not bad. It could be but better. But, like, the design that they were kind of showing of the retail version yes. looks way better. Way better, yeah. yeah. Um, But I just think, like, you know, what people want is they want to be able to put on a headset and put on gloves 
-hmm. or have a controller at Mm -hmm. the very least. And then they want to be inside Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, they want to be able to raise their hands and they have a gun. Yeah. And they want to have to pull the trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. they want to have to, like, squat down and, like, push a button on the glove or, like, somewhere to, like, reload. They want to go through the motions of reloading their gun and they're popping. They, that's what people want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we all want that. Mm-hmm. We all want that. Yeah. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. I don't know. It might. It, it feels like it does. Because they've already not... got those, like, haptic gloves happening. <laughs> But do you think that those are close enough to being what people, you know, we we all saw Lawnmower Man. Yeah. We know what virtual reality is supposed to be like. It's, it's supposed to be all polygons and shit. Yeah. You know? That's what we want. I don't know. I want to deal with some cyber demon named Job. I don't know. We're at the point now where there's like, there's paper thin TVs and kind of stuff. I mean, this is, there's got to be a point where we have to accept that we live in Jetsons times. We don't live in Jetsons. We're though. getting there. No, we're, we're so close. No, we're not. You know where, why? Like, because the, the the pollution's going to be so bad, we're going to have to like start making our homes adjustable. You know, to the sky. <laughs> As a kid, that never occurred to me. But then I read something about that. It's like how the Jetsons is actually like you know a really horrible story. Like it's like a depressing, like dark, grim story. Because mm-hmm. the Earth is so polluted now that yeah. no one's seen like the ground floor in like a thousand years. Yeah. No one's seen Earth in that long. Yeah. And the only reason they have flying cars is because the technology had to be built. Yeah. So they could live in the clouds. Yeah. Because the only time you ever see the Jetsons on the actual ground is when they go to, like, another planet for vacation. Correct. Yeah. They, they never go down to Earth. And you know why? Because it's all fucked up down there. Exactly. It's Mad Max happening down there. It's Mad Max. It's fucking Fifth Element. Yeah. Like, the lower you get, the worse it is. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of cartoons are that way. Like, Tom and Jerry, all Tom the Cat was trying to do was keep a fucking, like, rodent of some vermin out of his house. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then that poor coyote, he was just hungry. He just wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, just buy anybody. Like, and here's my thing. You have all this money to buy Acme shit? Let's go buy a fucking burger, dude. Yeah. Let's go eat. Get some delivery. And then here's my other question. Um, Fred Flintstone ran everywhere. Mm-hmm. Why was he fat? Because, well, I mean, you saw the size of the ribs at the beginning, like in the... I had tips over the car because they're brontosaurus ribs, but still, it's like, come on. He eats a lot. No, he eats a lot, and he eats a lot of garbage. Like, I understand yeah. that. But he, dude, his cardio was off the chart. Yeah. Like, when he would go bowling, he'd get up on his tippy toes and like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I'm in fairly decent shape, and I can't do that. He was yoked, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's I think there's far less... Uh, I mean, I figure, you know... Because all day, he's just in the quarry, right? Mm-hmm. In, on top of the brontosaurus. Yes, the brontosaurus forklift. Yeah. yeah. And then he slides down. Yes. Which takes incredible... That's some straight parkour right there. Yeah. And see, the whole thing is with the cars, is people always talk about how... But it's more like a running... So they, they start it. Yes. And then they bring the feet up and Correct. they just go to a roll. And he's not running the car the whole time. No. No. So there's a bit of that just to get it going. Yes. He gets home. He probably gets a little bit of cardio with some domestic violence against Wilma. <laughs> and then sure. he probably goes, you know, goes a bit. Well, then he goes bowling with Barney. He goes bowling, drinks a lot. A lot I mean, of red meat. That's you know what, yeah, his colon must have just been fucking on fire like yeah. all the time. Yeah. And they would stand by the fence, you know, yeah. running, you know, giving the old jabber jaw. Yeah, I mean he's got the lawnmower bird. He's not really just standing there. Yeah. 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 And then here's my question. They had the bird that played the record. Yeah. How? Walk me through that. Walk yeah. me through the technology. Feels yeah, like the music like coming out of its ass. I guess so. Yeah, it's like you know, travel through the beak down the esophageal cavity, mm-hmm. and then out the bird's anus. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it didn't sound muffled or anything. It came crystal clear. Yeah. Just the type of bird they had back then. I guess, man. I don't know. Or some theories say in the future. What? You never heard that? No. That, like, um, and it ties into that whole Jetsons thing we were just talking about. Okay. That, like, uh, things get so bad that it basically comes, goes back to prehistoric times. So that the Flintstones actually takes place after the Jetsons. What? When things get, they're just, it's a wasteland, it becomes a wasteland, basically, and the humans sort of have to start over. For real? That's what the Flintstones is? Well, that's the theory, because they have, you know, and that's, you know, because they have the knowledge of these sort of things, like a record player. And a lawnmower. And, you know, lawnmowers and, and a car. Like that. And so that's their primitive way of getting I've that technology I've never heard back. that before. Yeah. That's, see, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's all fucking grim and shit. Nothing good happens. Crazy. I bet you it's true, too. See, this ties into that whole Pixar shared universe thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, your crazy nonsense about uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh, see, I don't know know about the, the Ferris Bueller thing. I'm just saying that's the thing that people believe. Do you believe that? I don't think so. Do you think Ferris Bueller was a real person? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because you better be. Yeah. That makes me sad. Well, like, here's my question. So all those John Hughes movies take place in the same town, Shermer, Illinois, right? Right. Okay. How come no one at the Breakfast Club was never, like... Because I'm assuming there'd be more than one high school. Right. Okay? Okay. But, like, surely John Bender has heard of Ferris Bueller. You know what I mean? Right. And and I'm assuming. Well, does, Ferris Bueller, well, does Ferris Bueller take place in Shermer? It takes place in Illinois. We know that for sure, because it's in Chicago. Because he goes, to, they go to Wrigley right. Field to see the Cubs. Right. Okay. So, let's say there's three high schools in Shermer. Okay. Okay. So you've got the school that the Breakfast Club went to, mm-hmm. and which I'm also assuming like Sixteen Candles and maybe Pretty in Pink went to. Right. Or, if they if Pretty in Pink went to the same high school as like say, you know. Some kind of wonderful. Hold on a second. Are you trying to say to me right now that back in the 80s, there could have been three Molly Ringwalds? Yes. That's all right. I, 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 accept, I accept this. Okay. okay. And then at some point after the Breakfast Club, John mm-hmm. Bender got his shit together and went to college. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then he's in. he went to St. Elmo's Fire College. Right. And became friends with all those people. Right. You know, like Andrew McCarthy and Demi Moore and all that shit. Yeah. And then Demi Moore cut off her hair for some reason. Emilio Estevez and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was he in St. Elmo's Fire? Yeah. That's like the only one I haven't seen. It's St. Elmo's Fire. Really? Yeah, I've seen all the rest of them like 16 times. That's I saw it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Because you would think that like Ducky uh-huh. from Pretty in Pink and then um, fucking Anthony Michael Hall from Sixteen Can- uh, Pretty in Pink. Uh-huh. No, fucking Breakfast Club. Right. Like, they knew each other. Like, you would think that they were all they would be friends. Maybe. And then, like, the geek, <coughs> excuse me, in 16 Candles, he'd have known those two and wanted to be, like, cool with them. They're like, well, like, yeah, like, whatever, dork. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would think so, right? Right. So how come no one ever talked about anybody else? No one ever said, um, like, Molly Ringwald's character in 16 Candles? I mean, in Breakfast Club, how come she didn't know Andrew McCarthy's character from Pretty in Pink? They would have run in the same circles. James Spader character, she would have known both those guys. Right. And, like, fucking Bender probably bought Coke 
or you know sold coke to James Spader's character in Pretty in Pink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe they did. That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. want to know if they're all taking place. In the, like, I want somebody to go and like, because I don't want to do it, but like, I want somebody to go and tie them all together. And be like, this is how. Right. Like, okay, John Bender from Breakfast Club is the cousin of Andrew McCarthy's character from Pretty in Pink. Right. Because their dads are brothers, but while one brother was very successful, Andrew McCarthy's dad is very successful. Mm-hmm. Judd Nelson's dad was not. Right. And that's like he, he's a drunken alcoholic because he's bitter about his brother's success. You know what I mean? But these guys, okay, they know, yeah, like they know each other, right? And Sloane used to date Andrew McCarthy's character from Pretty in Pink, but then she broke up with him to date Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Like I want someone to sit down and watch, and like this is how they're connected. They all take place in the same universe. They all went to the same high school. And I'm like, what? I want to go teach at that high school. I'm like, y'all niggas is insane. I want to live in that I'm universe. Still, I'm still, I'm still on three Molly Ringwalds. You're, you're sucking. You're missing the point completely. Oh wait, how does weird science tie in? It just, it's the web keeps growing, man. Right. I'm telling you, like next time I'm gonna come in and be all like, you're gonna have it all worked out. All bags on my eyes, like a bunch, of, like a bunch of a big old sheaf of like loose people. All right, here's how it works. This is what I found out. Been locked in a motel with like one of those like wall. Yeah, I'm like I haven't seen my kids in six weeks. <laughs> Pay attention, it's important. But see, we can't ask John Hughes that. No, we can't because he's no longer with us. It's true. And we're gonna pretend that Curly Sue and Home Alone didn't happen. You know, there was nothing wrong with Curly Sue. There was a lot wrong with Curly Sue. Nah, the movie's terrible. Nah, it's really not good. It's a bo- it's a movie from its time. But it it doesn't age well. I don't know. I haven't seen it since the 90s. So. Neither have I, but I'm telling you, it's not good. Like, okay, Breakfast Club holds up today. To be honest with you, I don't even remember what Curly Sue was fucking about. Um, so. James Belushi is Curly Sue's dad, and uh, they're, like, con artists, because when you're seven, in the 80s, you were uh, a con artist. Okay. And, uh, you know what movie is like funny? Laura Dern's in it, right? No, 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 it's Kelly Lynch. Oh. And, like, they, she hits James Belushi with her car, and they scam her out of, like, a month of, like free food and a bed and shit like that but then she's all rich and shit and she falls in love with James Belushi and then she finds out they were scamming her the whole time in the end they all end up together um, and Curly Sue has a mom um, but it's funny because on HBO they'll always show a double feature of Curly Sue and then Dutch that sounds like an alright afternoon because <laughs> I like Dutch who doesn't I who love Dutch? Dutch that's a good movie yeah fucking Ed O'Neill man Al Bundy's going to and why is every movie he's in, he's always a badass? It's like, like you know, whatever. Like, Al Bundy was a shoe salesman, and he was like, you know, he never ate anything. But he's he still like, kind of bumbly, but... But, yeah, but he was like, when it, when they had to get into fistfights at the nudie bar, him and Bud, they kicked yeah. everyone's ass. Yeah. They're all fighting back to back, and he's like, I'm like yeah, Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. He's a badass. Dutch is a good movie. Yeah. Curly Sue is not. All right. You know what a movie, other John Hughes movie that does hold up? Hmm. Uncle Buck. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. See, and I've, I've seen it sort of recently, mm-hmm. and I remember it sort of made me sad because, um, I mean, and, and not just because of, you know, uh, John Candy. Yeah, John Candy. But then the, the, the teenage, the daughter. Yeah. And then she ended up being on that terrible fucking sitcom for yes, like a million years. Yeah. <laughs> that show was on for 14 years. Yeah. I don't know why. 
No one was watching it. No I, one was watching it. I had to. I've seen at no, least. I've had, had to see at least seven seasons, seven or eight seasons. For of the because you worked show. at the TV studio. Yeah. You worked at the CW. Yeah. Okay. No, when it was on on CBS for 19 years, there were six people watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And five of them were in this town. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. I've seen it. Some mornings I'll get up like to work out and stuff like that, and the TV will have been on TBS for whatever reason, and it's on at like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I've actually sat there and watched a good 10, 15 minute chunk of it. There's nothing redeemable. About There's it. not a single thing decent about that show. Yeah. It is. It is awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And then in the, there was that one, and then there was the one that. Uh... Uh, Robert Baratheon was on. Oh, still standing. Dead. Yeah, yeah, with a uh, Jamie Gertz, who was Another also one. in the Brad Pack movies. Yeah, she was in Less Than Zero, mm-hmm. and then she was in Lost Boys. Yeah, and oh, she was in Solar Babies. Do you remember Solar Babies? Mm-hmm. It was a it was a post apocalyptic movie, mm-hmm. and the main characters were all on roller skates. Oh, okay, and that I, sounds good. Or roller blades, I think. Really? And I don't know why. So it was 90s? No, it was 80s. It was for sure 80s. Hmm. It was like, it was so 80s, like you could watch it with the BMX movie Rad. Do you remember that? Yes. I do. <laughs> that dude had red wheels and I was like, I'm going to get red wheels on my BMX. <laughs> and you I did. remember, um, yeah, because I remember, you know, I was, when that movie came out, mm-hmm. I was, I think just coming out of middle school or something. Yeah. And then so, you know, I was, I had, you know, weird feelings and, and hair growing in places I wasn't then before. Yes. And I remember, because um, I'm pretty sure it was that one, because the, the guy's, like, the the girl that, I don't know, he's trying to impress. Yeah. Or whatever. I was like, oh, there's something about her that I really like a lot. I, I used to not like girls like this, but I would like to meet her. Cause okay, you're you're how old? I'm 35. Okay, so I'm only a year younger than you. Yeah. But for some reason, when I watched Rad, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I was like, I want his bike. Cause here's why. Yeah. I'm gonna be a BMX riding vampire ninja turtle. I'm gonna be all those things. Yeah. Cause I'm rad. And then you took the brakes off of your BMX and you didn't know how to put them back that on. Was, that was that was early 90s. No, Rad was 80s, dude. No. Yes. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. You could be, because there was BMX Bandits with, with Nicole Kidman. No, it wasn't BMX Bandits. When she had her clown hair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Rad, because I saw it on HBO like ten times. You might be thinking of a different movie. I'm telling you, Rad was in the 80s. Hmm. Okay. I'd be willing to put cash money on it. I'll have to. I'll do some investigating. Please do. Yeah, I'll find out. We should have a, a screening of Rad. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go way too far with it. <laughs> totally. Yeah, this is like, yeah, because it was around that time when I was like, why does why does the Pink Ranger give me funny feelings? Yeah, you know. You know what? Do you remember your first celebrity crush? Yeah. Who was it? I don't want to say. You have to know. It's kind of embarrassing. Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. Really? I'm not gonna judge you. You're gonna judge me. Probably. It was um, it was Nancy Travis, and it was because of So I Married an Expert. I completely understand that. Okay. Um, there's no judgment at all. All right, cool. My first celebrity was Belinda Carlisle. Yeah. From the Go Go's. 
Nice. Because I was just like, I was like oh, dude, because like, but I didn't know she was in the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. I just knew she sang Heaven is a Place on Earth. Yeah. And I was like, she's singing that to me. Like, that's that's her song, but she mm-hmm. wrote it for me because she knows who I am. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just remember, like, her singing on the beach. Mm-hmm. And, like, her, she was laying down in the surf and doing, like, this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then the water would come in over her cleavage. Mm-hmm. And you saw, like, this, like, the faintest hint of side boob. And, like, dude, I, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, like, my, my little my little grower was, like, boat rope. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's happening? So what happened What happened when you found out that, like, um, all those chicks from the Go-Go's were, like, crazy whores? That they were just straight trollops? Yeah. I kind of liked her more. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I got a shot. Yeah. Like, I, I can make that happen. Right. Um, and then, of course, later on, she did Playboy. Right. And that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you go back and look at the Go-Go's, and you're just like, oh, they're kind of they're, they're kind of gross. But it's like, anyway, it's, it's the Go-Go's. This is the 80s. Yeah. I mean, there was, like, a different, I don't know. There was a different type of uh, standard of behavior for a rock star in the in the 80s. For just, like, an idea of, of attractiveness. Yeah. Because I look back, because... I don't know what it was about the 80s, but it was all about, there was, like, this whole thing about, like, neon colors and, like, I'm going to the beach. Yes. And then, like, women with giant blonde, like, just bleach blonde, Mm -hmm. stringy, gross-looking hair, wearing, like, bathing suits that, like, came up to, like, here. You know what I mean? Like, there are two pieces, but it was just, like... Boop. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. What? What? <laughs> I don't, and then just scrunchies as far as I can yeah. see. Yeah. Like, I think, when I think of the 80s, the prototypical, like, 80s rocker chick to me is, like, Leah Ford. Hmm. And I was like, that's gross. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Now, give me some uh, Belinda Carlisle, some Jane, Jane Weedlin from the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Oh, I also had a really big crush on uh, Helen Slater from Supergirl. Because mm. I caught that movie one day on HBO. I wasn't being watched by my parents because why would I? Mm-hmm. And that movie was on. Yeah, so, TV. Uh, so, yeah. so I watched it and I just remember thinking, she's beautiful and she's going to fly here and carry me away to a better life. But That's she it. never did <laughs> because she's a whore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't say you're not a whore. And actually, I enjoyed Supergirl. That's a silly movie, but I liked it. That movie's garbage. It really is. But, but tell me you didn't enjoy Tower, Howard the Duck. Oh, I did. And that movie's, oh, and I enjoyed Supergirl. That movie's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's, There's a scene yeah. where Leah Thompson fucks a duck. Yep. She literally has sex with a mallard. And now that we've all seen... The alien duck. But now that we've all seen his, what duck dicks look like, mm-hmm. they're all curved and fucking spiky and they go, like, there's, like, secret chambers and shit. Mm-hmm. She had that inside of her. Mm-hmm. A lot. But here, but here's to show you, everybody, that as an actor, you can be in something really amazing like Back to the Future, and also something horrible like Howard the Duck. Right. Or you can start in Howard the Duck, like Tim Robbins, mm-hmm. and then go on to be in fucking Shawshank Redemption. True. It's all one big circle. It all makes sense. Yeah. And on that, let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll... We'll be back. We'll be back.
okay, part two of this week's part podcast uh, about geeky things and stuff. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about before. We, before I don't even, but it doesn't matter, but we have something more important to talk about. Things of dire consequence. Okay, dire consequence. And that is, and I'm sure you've heard, but I want to hear your opinion on it. There's talk that um, Big Trouble in Little China will be remade starring The Rock. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Go. Um, kind of at this point, I don't really care, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, you know, I don't feel like Big Trouble in Little China is, like, the strongest of John Carpenter's movies. Right. And I like it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of those movies that, like, I hold, like, all near and dear to my heart. Okay, really? You know what I mean? So... I'm just, I'm just like whatever. They're just they're gonna keep doing this stuff. I don't know. I guess I'm just getting kind of tired of it. In, this, in, I'm tired of being mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like they keep. It's just, I don't I don't get that whole. People are like, oh, ruining my childhood, or it's like those movies aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't have to watch this new movie. Right. And I can still go back and watch the original. I don't think it's necessarily the fact that like it's gonna replace the original or anything like that I think it's more of like a it's almost an insult to the memory of the movie because it's like okay but instead of that mm-hmm. why don't you make something original because there's they don't, they don't have anything original to make I guess maybe but like when I first read that I, I, I admit I had the same reaction as like 99% of the internet where I was like this is fucking stupid there's no point to remaking this movie. This shouldn't be done. Like I, I enjoy The Rock, but you know mm-hmm. he's no Jack Burton. Right. Um, but and, and in hindsight, it's like, okay, what am I really mad about? Right. Am I really mad about the fact that it's not Kurt Russell, or mm-hmm. am I mad about the fact that like they keep mining what came before? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, they're they were talking about doing Tron three. Right. Okay, which was, okay, cool. Tron Legacy was okay. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, instead of doing Tron 3, why don't you do something else? Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, and then I was reading about Johnny Depp doing Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Mm-hmm. 5. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, and we were talking about the first part, you know. I, I, there was there was a couple of moments where I was, I was sitting on the, the set of IDR and I'm like, $200 million. Well, I'm getting paid pretty well to be here right now, to stand in a jumpsuit and walk around looking like I'm busy. Mm-hmm. $200 million is what they're making this movie on. And they've already, like, supposedly, from what I understand, because they've already announced Independence Day 3, mm-hmm. and they're shooting some stuff in anticipation of 3. Like, some of the stuff that they're shooting is going to be in 3, okay. not in 2. Yeah, I gotcha. And it's just like, fuck, I, I mean, $200 million. Right. Right, and it's... $200 million to make a twenty a sequel to a movie that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. Who cares? But you know they're going to make their money back. They'll make their money, but you know what? It's funny I say this, but then look at the nostalgia for Jurassic World. I guarantee you that the majority of the people who went to see Jurassic World are people our age who saw the first Jurassic Park in the theater. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why I haven't seen it because I don't give a shit about Jurassic Park. 
I want to see it because I think it looks good and entertaining, and I'm 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 a fan of Chris Pratt. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about dinosaurs, man. Okay, but still, it's gonna be fun. I guess. I Is that like your least favorite monster in movies? Yeah. I've never, you know, I've never been interested in dinosaurs, and I've never been interested in sea creatures, like big octopi or mm-hmm. crabs or I don't know whatever. What What about the megalodon shark? big shark doesn't interest me whatsoever but see like okay we've had this discussion many we've had this argument many times now are you more fascinated with with the ocean exploring the ocean or going out into space i'm more i would be more interested in exploring the ocean okay um see fuck all that see space is scary no the ocean is scary because like that's super really <laughs> unknown like i'll never i'll never get to that like unknown bit of the ocean the ocean but like i won't even scuba dive I don't understand that. Do you want to know why? I'll give, sure. you, I'll give you three reasons. Because the deeper you go, the scarier things get. Okay? Yeah. We've only mapped about, like, 5% of the actual ocean or some, like, minuscule figure like that. Mm-hmm. And then three, Cloverfield. Okay. Came from the ocean. Yeah, but didn't it fall from space? I don't know. This isn't like one of the pictures, it was like in the background, like something falls from... They never really explained that. Yeah. I because... just assumed that the monster, like... But I don't I don't care if it came from space, it was in the, it was, that bitch was in the ocean. And so that's what I'm worried about. I just like, like when I see things like the anglerfish, mm-hmm. where it's got like, you know, big pointy jaws and like opaque eyes and it hangs a light bulb in front of its face. Yeah. Like, all of those things need to be rounded up and then shot individually with a shotgun. I'm just saying, those, those stay in their little piece of the ocean that nobody goes to anyway. But they're not going to. Like, James Cameron, he's like, I want to go to the bottom of the ocean in this big submersible yeah, thing. And it's like, do that. you're it's fucking retarded, James Cameron. Because those animals, like, they can't go, they can't, those fish and stuff, they can't come to, like, the areas where the people are. No, but there's certain things they like, can. They'll like, get all blinded and burnt up and... No, I just, you know? It's like us going in the atmosphere. There's just so many creepy things in the ocean that I want no part of it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want any part of it either. But I'll never have any part of it because you know I'm like near the beach, and swimming around, you know, where Mm-mm. known stuff is. Nope. And there's shark attacks on the beaches in like Virginia and shit. Shark attacks. Yeah, well, people should be fucking around where there are sharks. The sharks just showed up. People didn't know they were there. Yeah, I don't know about that. Nice dude. Real nice. I'm just saying, I've been to a lot of beaches, mm-hmm. and they seem to be pretty aware of what the fuck is going on. You know, they're like, you know, this part of the day, don't fuck around in this area, because the waves are insane. Mm-hmm. You will die. That's different. Like, they know. That's the difference between, like, the tide well, and then be an sharks over here with its own agenda. I just... I, I, and I'm sorry, like, but like... You know, the sharks have been spotted in this area... Don't fuck around. Go over there. Look, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not gonna take advice from the fucking cast of Baywatch, okay? Yeah. And I kind of feel, I kind of feel like, even those, I mean, those like sharks. Those people were probably fucking with those sharks. You don't think it's possible the shark just came up and bit one of them? It's possible, okay. but I doubt it. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like, why would why would the shark do that? Like, 100, percent that's what happened. Because it thought it was food. It thought that little boy's arm was food. And then it bit it off. It's like, oh, that is food. I'm out. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I would rather go into space than go into the ocean. Yeah, sounds complete opposite. 
Like, um... I don't need nothing to do with space. But then I think about Event Horizon, and exactly. I, don't, I don't want to go into space. See, that's what I'm talking about. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to go through a warp drive or anything like that, so I don't have to worry about going to a hell dimension. Yeah, see, this is the, we have the exact same reasoning, just on the other side of it. Like, I'm not going to go to where there are anglerfish. It's too deep. And I'm not going to go to where... I would die from the pressure. And I'm not going to go through some kind of Stargate. Yeah. Although I would go through an actual Stargate. Yeah, would you? To go see, like, another planet? Fuck yeah. But what if that other planet didn't have, like, oxygen or something? Well, that's why they send the probe through first, dude. And they're like, okay, we locked in this sequence. We're sending the probe through. And the probe's like, oh, it's, like, it's sustainable for life as on Earth. Come on through. I'd go through and be like, oh, shit. See, like, I'm, I'm on another planet. Okay, and then yeah, it's like... and I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. And then off I'm in the distance, right I see back. humanoid figure. Like, Everybody get the fuck back through the Stargate right yeah. now. And like, okay, we're gonna... As soon as I'm through, spin, shut it down. Spin the lock, and we're gonna break this fucking thing, and we're not using it again. Yeah. But I've been to another planet. I'd do that. I'd do it for, like, a second. But you'd be bored. Or like, pop over all. It's hot, you guys. And go back. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be that guy? Yeah. You're just like, ah, oh, why are we here? We'll go get some water and stay where the water is. <laughs> so you're hoping they just leave the Stargate open so you can just bit back and forth? No, I just, I pop over. Oh, this is warm. Some desert. I'm out. And then you go back to the Stargate again. Yeah, it's back. And I go, yep, done. That's I've been to another planet. It sucked balls. <laughs> As I wouldn't go through, I wouldn't even think about going to the bottom of the Enjoy what you got here. It sucks out there. Okay, so you let guys. me ask you a question. All right. The government comes to you and they're like, we, we've noticed your interest in the, the ocean, in mm-hmm. oceanography. Mm-hmm. We have a submersible device mm-hmm. that can withstand the pressure at the bottom of the Marianas Trench, mm-hmm. which is the deepest point on Earth. Mm-hmm. Would you go? Oh, no. Nope. They can guarantee you 100% that you'll come back. No. And they'll pay you a million dollars. No. Wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. Why not? Because see, the thing is, is that, like, the creatures and stuff don't scare me about the ocean. It's, like, that depth. Like, the... Cause the pressure. A, and the pressure. Because, A, I'm claustrophobic. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's dark. You're in a little thing. Because mm-hmm. even James Cameron, with all his money and stuff, I mean, he's still, you know, driving around in this little thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It's too confined. That's why... Yeah. Not the fact that the pressure would crush you like a goddamn grape. You go, Seriously, like, it, there's enough pressure. You just, told, you just told me that wouldn't happen. Right, but, like, isn't the fear of that, like, enough to make you not go down? No, because I already wouldn't, I already wouldn't go because it's, like, this is too confined, you guys. Like, can we, do you have something bigger? We could put, put a crew on here so I can feel like, you know, if I go down, at least another couple, like, Five or ten people are going to go with me? You want five to ten people? Yeah. No. Because I feel like when you get into like those kind of numbers, I mean, it's not much, but five or ten people, like, people are going to be really careful at that point. Okay. They're like, there, there are ten lives at stake, you guys. That's ten lawsuits if they die. Exactly. But if we send one guy and he's signed the yeah. release and shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, No. <laughs> Not in your life. It's like when I read about people who were like volunteering for that Mars project. Yeah, no. Where they'd be like, I'll get... it's a one-way ticket. Yeah. You'll go and then live on Mars. No, fuck that. Um, I don't know. Part of it, I'm not going to lie, part of that intrigued me. 
Mm-hmm. Think about it, dude. It's like you're the first fucking person you're going to live on Mars. It looks like Arizona. <laughs> I don't want to go there. No one wants to go to Arizona. Exactly. People who live in Arizona don't Mars wanna... looks like Arizona. The really like it's warm part. hot. Yeah. But it's not hot. It's cold. It's further from the sun. Wow. It looks hot because it's red. Yeah. And they used to have an atmosphere and they used to have oceans. Chris, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, and then you gotta worry about wearing a suit every day. Yes, because there's it's limited atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. No. I'd go. If I didn't have kids, I'd go. Like, I mean, sign me up, dude. No, see, I didn't even that one piece of shit movie, uh, Mission to Mars. Oh, it's fucking awful. I didn't even understand when it was a like Gary Sinise. Yeah. When he's like, "Oh, later days, I'm going with the aliens." Right. Well, you don't know where you're going, man. What did you? They explained it all to him. Yeah. What if it sucks? What if it actually sucks? Oh, of course, 100% it's going to suck. He's the only human, and, like, with everybody's, like, a big, tall, golden alien and shit, he's not going to have fun. Yeah. Plus, he had to breathe liquid oxygen and shit, you know? Yeah. And he's all sitting there all floating, and his eyes look all weird, and he's all... And then, poof. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to suck. Not, that doesn't sound fun at all. But you wouldn't go? No. With the aliens? Absolutely not. To discover where we came from and who we are? No. You know, they seeded life? He's like, you just told me. Why do I need to see it? Because he didn't have anything to go home to. His wife is dead. Yeah, his but he kids, at least like, has potential. Dick. At least he has potential to meet someone new. On Earth? Yeah, on Earth. I don't have, know. Have a couple more kids. I Something. I go. I mean, man. For sure I'd go. Mm-hmm. It's like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Because I don't like the idea of being like that homesick and then not being able to do anything about it. The aliens could get him home. I don't know, man. If he was like... If he... No, because you know, you know the aliens are going to be like, oh, well, I mean, we could... But, you know, people don't know about it. Like, people will freak out if they see this. It's a hassle. It's really far. You guys realize how, like, how much manpower it takes to, like... I love that every every sequence of events you come up with, there's, like, one tag. You're like, it's really far. <laughs> or it's like, it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, tell you. it's like you're in the ocean. There's too much water. Can't handle this. It's too salty. <laughs> Every technician <laughs> in your stories is like the biggest bitch on earth. <laughs> because that's the way I am. I'm like, I don't. Nah, it's a hassle. <laughs> yeah, but don't know. But we can give you like the secrets of the universe. Like we've colonized yeah, the galaxy. That <laughs> that's too much responsibility. I don't want to know that shit. Fuck you. Oh. That's for people who can do something with it. What am I going to do with it? No, I just, that's hysterical that that's your reaction to it. It's like, no. Mm. It's like if, like, fucking Nikola Tesla's spirit came back and was like, oh, I have, I want to give you the secrets to building the next, you know, I don't want that. I don't want to be that guy. Well, the next what? I mean, if it's going to make me rich. You're going to be, you're going to be the next Nikola Tesla. You're going to create, like, the next big advance in, like, you know, wireless technology or you're the guy that's going to figure out, you know, how to fucking solve the energy crisis. You're going to be that guy. You're going to, like, pull energy from the yeah, wind and shit. Yeah, I'd do that. That you would because do. That, that seems Because that seems easy, right? Because then it's like, oh, here is this knowledge, right? And then you're like, oh, thanks. Please make this. <laughs> I came up with it. No, you have to do it. I have to, like, build it you or whatever to, it is? You have to build the turbine or, what, or the engine. Oh, man. You know, see, right there. Is... That's what I was waiting for. Right there. You're just like, ah, oh, see, I, I have stuff to do. And it's like, dude. No, because they have factories and stuff to fabricate this kind of shit. Yes, like, but you have to. I don't build... want to be all like American astronaut. No, you have to build a prototype. You have to build a prototype, and you know for a fact it's going to take you at least seven years. Yeah, no. I'm See, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're the worst. 
Like if, the, like if the aliens came to me, they were like, oh, hey, Tubby. I'm like, yes. Yes, aliens. And now we want you to come with us because we're going to show you the secrets of the universe. We're going to teach you all this shit. And when you come back to Earth, Earth, mm-hmm. you'll you'll be like a god unto them. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. But we're, that's that's not what we're talking about. Because you said because it's one way. Which one is a one way? Because wasn't Mission to Mars one way? No, they had a way home. <laughs> they went to get Don Cheadle. Remember? He got. No, I mean the... I'm talking about Gary Sinise at the end. Dude, but he, okay, the aliens have the, the technology to seed the galaxy, to seed the Milky Way galaxy. Like, and they all took off of Mars on fucking, like, all those, you know, little seed ships, right? Mm-hmm. They all took off. Mm-hmm. You don't think that an, an advanced alien technology that had the power to do that would have the power to give him a lift back to Earth? They might, but what if they're all Battlestar Galactic about it and they're just like, oh, yeah, we just... I mean, we have the ships, but... Like we made houses out of them or something. No. No. They would have the ability to get him home. Yeah, see, I didn't I didn't take that from that movie. That was just like, he's out. No, he was out for the time being because he didn't have any reason to go back to Earth. But I'm sure that after, like, you know, a couple of lunar cycles with the fucking big gold aliens, he'd be like, you know what, this was awesome, for sure. And he's going to draw, like, a crayon picture of Earth. And he's like, I want to go home. Home, though, yeah, we got it. We speak the same language. We'll hop in. We'll take you. See, I don't see. I didn't get that from that guy. I, I think they'd be like, that was part of the deal, man. There was no deal. They offered him like they showed him the the little pods, and they were like, because they had like weird fucking yeah, like long spinning draw. Anybody want? Bullshit. Would you like to go with us? And everyone's like, no, I'm all set. But he's like, like, I'm down. He's like, my wife had the big casino, man. I ain't going back. Yeah, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. It makes tons of sense. That's me. Just, I, I didn't take it that way. I thought they were like, you want to go check out where we ended up? And he's like, yeah, I'm down to go to Alpha Centauri. Let's do this. Yeah. And they didn't say anything about coming back. And they didn't say anything about leaving him there either. To be honest, they didn't say much. That's true. Okay. I just, now, I'd, I'd, I'd want to know, I'd want to know about if there's a guaranteed ride back. <laughs> like, you want a contract? Something. Like, we're coming back, right? <laughs> Like all the way to Earth, because we're on Mars right now. And if you drive, like, you don't believe I'm from here, right? Like, I would need to make this shit clear, right? <laughs> no, because right. they they show him like a uh, an infographic. Like, they do like like a like, like, a, like a, a Uber app. They do like a GIF of the ship seeding Earth, mm-hmm. and he be like, "I'm from here. I am from Earth." And the, they're like, "Why is he talking to us like this?" And he's like, "I want to go." to earth and then again i think they'd be like no we we understand what you're saying yeah see, that's what i'm saying is gary sinise just like took off so i need to have a conversation first okay they they're like you want to get in the pod no they never that kind of time because the earth people the humans had to get out of the giant face on mars yeah no I, it's, it's I, there's enough time to be like i'm coming back right <laughs> you're taking you're gonna bring me home right and you know what they're going like that like this is a vacation right it wasn't vacation, dude. It was like an education. It was like a field trip. He was going to learn shit. Yeah, whatever. But they had enough time to look all weepy about it. Like, he had enough time to be like, well, I'm getting right back. Yeah? Okay. Is it with you? Is this your ship? Like, who's... Which one? And which one has the keys? Yeah. Okay. So then what about Close Encounter style? No. You, no, you know you're coming back. Because all the people that they abducted, like, from the 19... Like, that fleet of ships from the 1940s and shit? Yeah. Okay. 
They brought all those dudes back, and they hadn't aged a day. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, time dilation. You know, uh, relativistic time dilation, because, you know, the speed of light. Mm-hmm. It doesn't some bullshit, age the same. But would you go? No. Why not? Why not? <laughs> get to see advanced technology, get to see the universe. And then you come back, like, 50 years later? Yeah. Oh, man. All I'd ask is for two things. Can my kids go with me? Can my family go with me? Okay. Talk to me about your super soldier program. What do you have that could turn me into, like, Master yeah. Chief or, like, Captain America? Yeah, because that's the whole thing. Is like, if I'm coming <clears> back <throat> and it's, like, 50 years later, I need to be fucking Demolition Man. For sure. Because I don't know what's going to happen. It could be, be, like. be Mad Max when you get back. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm like... I'm saying, you know, I need to get some shit straight before I go off on some fucked up journey like that. So you want some perks? I need to make sure I'm set. Okay. You know? Okay. I need to make sure I get back. Yes. And I'm going to be fine when I get back. Okay. I, I see where you're going with it, but I think... Think... You're you're being a bit too difficult. You're oh. making it difficult. And then you need to ask somebody else. <laughs> yeah. It's very frustrating to hear you say all this. It's like it's it's cool. I mean Because I was contacted by an alien species and they'll only take me if you come with us. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna come back? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, no, that's cool. Enough. Not for a while. <laughs> well no, I mean if we come back, it's fine. Like, ten years. Ten years Earth time while it passed. For us, it'll be, like, two years. No. No? No. Can I get one of those little aliens from, like, uh, Flight of the Navigator? Like, like, pull out of my pocket, put them on the table, and they'll dance? Yes. You get to keep them? Yes. Name them something? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, that might... <laughs> that might be cool. You'll go if you can get the little fucking suction cup monster from That me. dude was cool! No, the ship was cool. Yeah, the ship was alright, but it had Pee Wee Herman's voice. Actually, it was Howie Mandel. Are you sure? Yeah, Howie Mandel doing Pee Wee Herman. I'm really? Pre- I'm pretty sure it wasn't Paul Rubin. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was. No, pretty sure it was Howie Mandel. Not either way. I want the little NASA robot that brought me food. <laughs> yeah. I'm on so Jinx! Like, and then you could hide in it. Go get me McDonald's right now! Oh, yeah. Jinx is from Space Camp. That was <laughs> <laughs> a stupid movie. <laughs> Jinx. And see, the thing is, if the ship is voiced by Howie Mandel, you know he's gonna get into that little Bobby voice at some point. That's no, just... fine with me. No, not me, man. Okay, how about this? I'm done. I'm done. I've heard it. I don't need to hear it again. How about this? The ship is voiced by Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, that's alright. He's got a good voice. Or it's voiced by Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that'd be alright. I could, I could handle. Morgan Freeman telling me cool. <laughs> we're passing along. I mean, if we could choose, I would choose like Liam Neeson. Would you really? Can I get Neeson's voice in there? Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. I I would like. What if it's stuck on Ray Romano? No. That's cool. <laughs> Bring me a different one. <laughs> one that works. You're all uh, voice active. Shut off. I don't want to hear that fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Or Bobcat Goldthwait. All the time. Doing the voice. Yes. No. I'm good. All the time. Non-stop, 24 hours a day. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh my god, I blow my fucking brains out yeah. with some weird space gun. <laughs> that was totally not worth it. Yeah. Take my little alien and be like, this is for the best. <laughs> Sorry. You're trying to smother him, you just... You little fucking piece of walking jerky? No, dude. Just snap him in half quick and make him suffer. 
<laughs> yeah, I killed myself. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Oh, man. I just, you know, see, the thing is, is that I've never been that big of a sci-fi fan. No, you haven't. You're a fantasy guy. Yeah. Okay, question. Okay. What if some wizard comes along? And he's like, okay, Chris, I'm going to teleport you into any movie universe you want. Out of these three choices. One of the three choices. Fly to the Navigator. Okay. Where you are the Navigator. And it's whatever voice you want. Conan right. and Call the Conqueror because Call the Conqueror was theoretically Conan's dad. Okay. Yeah. Also, Red Sonja's going to be there. Alright. And Willow and shit that all takes place in the same universe. Right. Or then one of your choosing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if I was going to go into some kind of fantasy timeline, I need to I need to come armed with modern technology. Nope. That, see, that's not... That's ridiculous. You're taking it too far. Is a simple question. Which universe are you going to have the wizard teleport you to? I don't it's know. Simple. That's I have to think about it. No, I, can't I want bring an answer. With. I want... No, you can't bring anything with you. Just the clothing you have on. Oh, no good. That's cool. <sighs> like, what do you... Do you want to take, like, a fucking AR-15 with you? And, like, infinite ammo? Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, so if you can go in there with an AR-15 and infinite ammo, which universe do you go to? Um, I would go into I would go into Game of Thrones. Well, like, take what? care of some business. Okay, who would you kill? I would just I would start I would be shooting down dragons. No, I would be <laughs> fucking up some Lannisters. Okay. Uh, Roose Bolton would get it. Oh, Roose and Ramsay Bolton yeah. would get it fucking right. hard. Um, like it would just be, like when I was when I when I was done, it would basically probably just be me. And like Tyrion, mm-hmm. and like, um, fuck, what's that dude's name? Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow. He's all right. And uh, no, the uh, mercenary guy. Oh, um, Bronn. Yeah, Bronn. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Stark kids. All of them. Well, the ones that are alive. Okay. See, like, okay. If I could teleport... In, but you have to have certain weapons to kill the enemies, like the White Walkers and shit, because you have to take care of that. Right. And they can only kill... I have, like, Valerian steel bullets. Okay, you want bullets. So you're just walking in there with, like, fucking... <laughs> you're just all... Yeah. Just killing all of them. Yeah. Okay. And see, I'd want to walk in there with lightsabers. Right. Okay? Because, yeah. so, like, here's, here's my plan. Because I know they can't kill White Walkers, right? See, why not? Maybe they can. Maybe. We don't know. I don't know. Okay, so like, I want to walk in there with like twin lightsabers. One blue, one green, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Fuck it. I'll go in there with a red one. Okay. Because, you know, my choice, whatever. Right. I know what side of the force I'm on. Color doesn't dictate shit. Right. So I want to walk in there, and just as like everybody's like, we're going to move to the White Walker, and then I just walk through, like straight up Assassin's Creed 3 style, pull my hood back and ignite my lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right then. Your move, bitch. And then start, whoa, start laying waste to White Walkers, right? Mm-hmm. Kill all those guys. Yeah. Go liberate Winterfell. Okay? Right. Go kill uh, Ramsey Bolton. And Ramsey Bolton, I would take my fuck. I turned it into a career how I was going to kill that guy. Right. Okay? Then, I, unfortunately, I have to kill Cersei. Yeah. I have to. You have to. Okay? Then, I'm going to march across the Narrow Sea. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to go give Arya a lightsaber because now she's an assassin and shit. Yeah. Okay? And then I got to go kill a few more people over there. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's like, okay, I'm the king of the planet. Yeah, of all of it. I've, I united the kingdoms. I've, uh, I have three wives. Which three are those? Okay, Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah. Okay, um, Sansa Stark. Yeah. And then the Khaleesi. <laughs> yeah. I have those three. Those are my three wives. And you will... See, I'd, probably, I'd, go, I'd go like the, the red witch chick. Melisandre? Yeah. That's my mistress. I guess she's my side piece. Oh, okay. See, I kind of feel like I'd probably end up having to kill the Khaleesi or whatever. Why? I think she'd be troublesome. I don't agree. Especially after it took out her dragons. Yeah, see, then she'd have a problem with you. She would, I'd be like, she'd be like, honey, I want what? She'd be like, my dragons aren't going to Well, feed them! Right. Fuck! Like, I'm busy running a planet. Can you give me, like, five minutes? Yeah. Like, Can I please shit like in peace? the whole planet. And then, so, like... I have her dragons, right? Mm-hmm. But they'd switch allegiance to me when right. they saw how cool that was. Right. And then I'd have to switch up everything so I'd have my lieutenants, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Jon Snow is, like, he's, like, my, my hand. Yeah. He's, like, my best friend. Like, I don't ever want to, like, do anything wrong to him. Right. But he's, like, the ruler of the Night's Watch and the North based out of Winterfell. Like, that's his domain. And yeah. I don't even, like, you do what you want. Yeah. And I'm concerned you're just as powerful as me. Whatever. Like, Oberyn Martell, he never died. Okay. He's one of my boys. Yeah. Tyrion is one of my boys. Yeah. And I do like Jamie Lannister. Yeah, now. Now. Yeah. Oh, in the first season, I'd have, I'd have stabbed him in the ass. And, like, literally in the anus. Like, I put my lightsaber to his anus hole and then it... Ignited. See, and that's actually something interesting I was thinking about. It's a question that I have. Because, I mean, he was so awful in, yes. like, the first season or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, is he, is he really... Like, how is he redeemable? Like, he had um, children with his sister, and he pushed the little kid out of the thing, and all that mess. He he learned humility through his, when he was taken captive. Yeah. Having his hand chopped off. Right. All that stuff. He learned what it was to not be Jamie Lannister. Right. Where you get whatever you want, and everyone's afraid of you, and you're the best sword fighter in all the land. Mm-hmm. He learned what it was like to be just Nothing. To be no one, to be at the mercy of someone else, which he'd never felt before. Right. And he learned humility. Now, the part where he's forcing himself on his sister in the presence of their nephew son, his mm-hmm. corpse. Right. That was a little rough. Yeah. That he lost some points there. Right. But other than that, I mean, he's still a bang up guy. It's funny because like, there were times when like you almost liked Tywin Lannister. Mm. Or like you maybe not liked him, but you respected him for like what he was trying to get done. Right. And then at the end, you know what happened with him, right? Yeah. Where it, I'm like, fucking shoot him again. Yeah. Like this, shoot him in his face and then piss in his face holes. Yeah. Like that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. And I would for sure keep Varys alive. Oh. The bald guy, the spider. Oh, yeah. You know, walks around with his hands in his sleeves, and he's all right. bald headed and graceful and shit. Yeah, he seems helpful. Yeah, but you're you're still my master of spies and shit, right? Yeah. Okay, now go forth bring me knowledge yeah. also i need somebody to invent a coke machine wasn't there, wasn't there like an episode i didn't read the books wasn't there like a weird episode or something where that the unit guy mm-hmm. he's like likes to like get put in a box and like shit on or something some weird game of thrones no. like perverted shit nope that's not... toxic. I, I don't remember him talking about being in a box and something bad or something weird happening to him okay Tyrion and varies escaped after Tyrion killed Tywin mm-hmm. by sea, and Tyrion was in a box the whole time. 
so that no one would know where he was. I see, I don't even remember, and like, he was shitting in the box, and then he would take his shit and push it through a hole in the side of the box, and then Varys would collect that shit and toss it overboard. See, no, I, I, I remember something from a couple of seasons ago. It wasn't something you saw, but he, like, talked about. No. That or, never... like, how he became a eunuch or something. Like, someone put him in a box or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember. I don't, know how, I don't know how people hold all that lore in their head. Um, I don't know. I don't remember that. I remember him being tortured and then castrated by somebody when he was a kid. Right. And that led to him enjoying being a, a bottom. A sloppy party bottom. Yeah. You know, when you lose your unit, you take what you can get. Um, yeah. Which I almost feel bad for Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Almost. Right. And then I remember what he's done. And I'm like, yeah, you deserve to lose your wang. Yeah. Was he put his hand down the sister's pants? He didn't know it was a sister. I know, but that's still... That's like, that's next level. That's like, I mean, we're not even talking about Star Wars. At this point, like we're talking about Game of Thrones. Dude, he didn't know it was his sister. You know, but still. How is that worse than the Lannisters? We actually saw brother and sister fucking at the end of the first episode. I just said, like, it's, how how is he re- redeemable? He I was. Know. I don't know. Seriously's not redeemable though. No. She she needs to get the old chopperoo. Yeah. Um I agree. Yeah, I still have like five episodes to go. Okay, well, you you need to watch them so that by the time we do the next podcast, we can have a more in-depth discussion about um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, all right. Instead of just talking about you walking in there with an AR-15 and Valerian steel bullets and I have fucking lightsabers. Yeah. And like, Jon Snow is losing. He's like, we're about to lose everything. And you and me run everyone, not on our watch. Yeah. And we leap yeah, over them. I'd watch that show. <laughs> Chris and Robert fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Yeah, totally. But, I, yeah, I want to parkour my way over the line of, like, men from the Night's Watch, mm-hmm. right? And then land, and then land my lightsabers, and they're all wizard! I'm like, yup. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to Tony draw my way across the, the ridge and kill all the White Walkers. Yeah. And then, you know, you're like, oh, hey, Sam. You can totally bang that chick. Like, it's cool. Like, whenever you want, man. Whatever. I, from what I understand, she likes it rough, so good luck to you. Right. See, and like I said, I don't know what happens in the next five episodes, but I kind of feel like mm-hmm. uh, Jon Snow, since he's like Lord Commander of the Watch, mm-hmm. he should have done that already. Like, oh, hey, man, it's all good. I won't, I won't say nothing. There's, um, do what you gotta do. there's more, there's stuff coming. Okay. I can't tell you. All right. Um, but I think you'll enjoy it. You'll in, particularly enjoy an episode called Hard Home. Okay. Um, I loved it. All right. As my favorite episode of the season, obviously. Right. I think you should watch it, and uh, we'll talk about it and talk right. about it. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just feel like I feel like Sam needs, needs some good things, coming his way. Gilly. Sure. Whatever it is. Well, it, it's clear that they love each other. Right. Very much. Yeah. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's stuff coming. Cool. You need to watch it though. Yeah. Quickly. I do. Okay. I'll try and get it done before next week. I think you should. You have enough time. Yeah. It's like five episodes. I think I can handle it. It's only five hours. Yeah, do it. Plus, like, the the beginning credits are too fucking long and I always skip past it anyway. I I guess I'm still one of the few people that enjoys the opening credits. Oh, I can't. I can't. I want to write lyrics to that song, though. I think people have, haven't they? I'm sure they have, but it's like, 
here comes all the kings and all the queens and then it's go from there right it'd be a good time yeah would that be like the, like because you have to sing it basically from the beginning all the way to the very end right that's a lot of fucking lyrics yeah because that song goes on for like a good six and a half minutes yeah it's too much man no it's not too much it's just it's just right no it's just what it needs to be I think because because it's it goes on long enough for me to like so it's there on the screen and the, yeah. the song's happening the intro right that's happening and it goes on long enough for me to grab another device and then get engaged elsewhere and even then I'm like oh yeah the game of the, oh it's still hasn't started and I'm already like ten fucking pages deep on Reddit. Okay, well, maybe you should focus on the show and not on Reddit. Well, if I think they'd start the damn thing. I think that's your problem. If they'd start the damn thing. See, you know, they used to do this thing in TV. This is the same damn thing where you're talking about like, why you wouldn't go into space. They'd have, like, those intros, right? Like, a long intro or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, Community is a good example So of a show that still does this, right? So they have that full intro. Uh-huh. They don't always use it. Like, sometimes there's just, like, little, like, three-second, like, oh, oh, by the way, this is Community. Uh-huh. <laughs> like they should use they should just use that for Game of Thrones. It's just all Game of Thrones. They should do that on all TV shows. Like I know what the fuck I'm watching. <laughs> well, throw your credits at the end. Get into the damn show. Okay, right? Well, yes and no. Because it doesn't help anybody even if because if you pop in in the middle of the show and you're like, what show is this? Well, the credits are over. over. Well, okay, I understand that, but you have to understand, like, Game of Thrones is so operatic, it's so epic and expansive, that you can't just do... Bow, 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 Game of Thrones! And then go into the episode, you can't do that. Why not? You don't even have to do that. Just be like... Just get right into the show, just start the fucking thing, and then have, you know, it's like... Just words on the screen for Game of Thrones. For like a second. No. By the way. No. Like, by the way. No. <laughs> no. You need the because it's, it's, it's all it, it's like like the, the Game of Thrones, but you you knew that. Like see, it's Tyrion. Like all that. <laughs> see. I want them to do the. I know someone else would this online, be. But it's want, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want the Game of Thrones cast to legitimately film an opening like a 1980s sitcom. Yeah. Where it's all Peter Dinklage is all. <laughs> And, like, really horrific shit is going on in the back. And, like, when they introduce, like, Amelia Clark, mm-hmm. like, she's, like, I want her catching, like, a human head that her dragon threw her. <laughs> like, that would be funny. Right. They really need to do that. Or it's, or it's like, uh, it's from, like, the first season. <laughs> and it's, oh, that's, it's awful. This is awful things I just had in my head. What? When she's, when she's having the sex with Cal Drogo. <laughs> and she just looks at the camera and smile. Yeah. That would be hilarious. And then I want them to introduce Lena Headey mm-hmm. and uh, Nikolai Klosterwadu mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. Like, they're just, he's just giving it to her in the tower, and then they'll go in the wrong. <laughs> and they just, like, keep going. Like, like it's nothing. Yeah. That would be funny. I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not cutting down the credits, so just... God, they fucking need to, man. No, they don't. Is this... Like, are they just, are they trying to, like, stretch out the time so that... Or Martin can finish the book. Oh no, they've already surpassed the books. I'm just saying, like, there's no reason to have an intro that long. Unless the song is not that good, you guys. It's not. It is too. Like, it's pretty good, but I've heard it. Do, do, 
Yeah, it's a good song. It's, it's pretty good. It is. I don't need to hear the whole thing. It's really good. Like every week. Yeah, every week for 13 weeks. No. I don't Just be happy with your life. It's not even 13 weeks. It's 10 weeks. And it's still too much. Is it only 10 episodes? Is it? Only 10, yeah. I thought it was 13. No, no it's 10. What a bunch of bullshit. They owe me 13. And I want three more episodes from the season. Because the season's already over, isn't it? Yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's season ten. production on the next season's already started. Yeah. Which won't air until need to do something about fucking April. Song, huh? They need to do something about that song in that intro. No, if just it were... Scrap it. Seriously? Like, they got the logo. That's uh, what I'm saying. They could just... Seriously, but you want to just be like, oh, meow, meow. That's all. No, that's what I'm saying. Out. Like, comes out, and they're like, oh, yo, there's Tyrion, right? And with like a... Goes, no, with like a... He comes walking out. Right? He starts saying something cool. And like I said, it's just like, oh... Like, it's just the words pop up. No, like, I think you just want to... You know to... this. It's Tyrion. I think you want it in Family Matter style lettering. <laughs> with a question mark. It's all Game of Thrones? Yeah, and then it just, like, fades away. And it's like, of course it is stupid. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, that's it. That's of need. course it is stupid. Yeah. What else would it be? I don't know. All I'm saying is, like... Who has ever sat down, like, turned on the TV, and they're like, what is this? So what's going on with this midget dwarf or whatever he is? Wow. You're a sizest. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Who, whoever has done that? No, no one. I'll, I'll no one. They're like, oh, this game is... I've never even seen it. All I'm saying is for a show like this, this type of fantasy epic, you need an epic theme song. It's like the same thing as like, it's like the same thing as when like, like if Coke, like why do we, why do they need commercials? Because it's advertising. Because, okay, if Coca-Cola stopped advertising right the fuck now, would people forget (laughs) about Coca-Cola? Would people stop buying it? Like a month from now, are people going to be like, oh, is is there still Coca-Cola? Does that still exist? What happened to Coca-Cola? No. Nobody. Th- <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> still Coca Cola. No, but exactly. like, exactly. If you're watching TV and you see an ad for Coca Cola, you're like, oh, that reminds me. I would love a delicious Coca Cola. I don't think that's, I'm gonna go get one. I think people are just gonna get. They're gonna get a Coke. They're gonna get a Coke. So you're gonna get up and you're gonna walk to the fridge and you're gonna. Be like, that ad that reminded anyway. me to get me a Coca Cola. A delicious Coca-Cola. You're going to get that Coke anyway. You don't know that. What if you're like, I'm going to have a Coke, and then you're like, oh, I got all wrapped up in fucking Quantum Leap, so I'm watching this now, and then I forgot to get my Coke, but mm-hmm. then halfway through, you see, you know, fucking people you don't care about enjoying a delicious Coca-Cola. You're like, I want a Coca-Cola. I'm, I'm going to go to my refrigerator and get me a Coca-Cola. Nothing, nothing has ever distracted me from being thirsty. I understand that, but what if you're like, I'm thirsty, but I don't know what I want, and then an ad comes on for a delicious Coca-Cola, and you're like... That's what yeah, I but want. nobody's gonna see. The thing is, if you you already have cokes in the fridge, right? You already bought that shit. You did, and so now you're gonna go. You're not gonna it. forget. No, you're gonna forget. No one's gonna get in their car <laughs> and go like, oh, well, I just saw this commercial for Coke. Let me get in my car and go get a Coke. Not gonna happen. For sure it is. Because what if you're like, no. oh, I don't have any Coke. I'm gonna go down to the corner store, and I'm gonna buy me 11 bottles of Coca Cola no. that have people's names on them, and then I'm gonna drive around and hand it, like, is is your name Joffrey? Doesn't Here happen. you go. Nope. Well, seriously, heads Doesn't up. Never happened. <clears throat> It could have happened. Do, do they have a Coke can? This is this guy on it. <laughs> I right, share a bottle with this guy. Right? I don't know why. You should. That would be cool. I saw one that said better half. I saw one that said um, superstar. Yeah. And then I saw one that said shut up and drink it. Nice. Well, enough. I actually had, they had the superstar ones on uh, on set. Did they? Yeah. Well. There was free soda on set? Yeah. 
man, y'all live like kings. Damn hell-ass kings. See, yeah, I mean, like, as far as uh, liquids go, mm-hmm. as far as beverages, nonstop. There was coffee, there was always cold water, there was, um, like, ten different types of sodas. There was, like, 7-Up, Dr. Pepper, diet of each. Could you take some home oh, with you? Probably could. I would have wanted to. I would have been like, hey, can I have this Coke for the road? And I'm sure. I'm like, okay, I'm also taking these 19 other things. Thank you. Right. They had they had these little apple juice that are shaped like an apple. The it's little like Martinelli's? Yeah. Was it gold? Yeah. And it had a white top? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's Martinelli apple juice. I love those. I love an apple juice. Yeah. Did they, they have shit? brownies? Yeah. Oh. They had Lamonade, iced tea, uh, Gatorades, like all kinds of different flavors of Gatorades. Did they have protein drinks? Like protein, like muscle milk? Um, I saw some soy dreams. Did they have any about... energy drinks? Uh, yeah. It like was like... Monsters? No. Red Bulls? It's like, the ones I saw were the Switch. Oh, that was... uh, that's all I saw. No. And uh, they might have had them. Um, dude, they had all, they had everything. Um, yeah, and they had orange juice, Minute Maids, wow. bottles. That sounds like some kind of fantasy it's world. Pretty cool. Like in the mornings, they had like all the juice lined up. They, have, gra- they, they have, have milks. They have grape juice. The milks. Yeah. Did they have strawberry milk? No, I didn't oh, see strawberry milk. God. I'm sad. I love me a good strawberry milk. But they had grape juice. Purple grape juice or white grape juice? I don't know. I didn't look. You should have. I just like grape juice. But I'm, I like orange complete. juice in the morning. The OJ. Did they have soda available in the morning? Okay, because some people enjoy a soda in the morning more than they enjoy coffee. Yeah. And I think that's okay. okay. I think you should be allowed to do that. Yeah, why not? I mean, people basically turn their coffee into soda With all sugar the sugar content. Anyway. Shit, yeah. Did they ever have tacos? Mm-hmm. I love a good taco. They had tacos. They had um, stuffed soap with pillas, uh, burgers. With cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you have gotten a salmon burger if you wanted, if you'd asked? You could have made one. Like, they had the fixins, you probably could have made one. You crazy. should have made a salmon burger. Yeah. Since you're a pescatarian now. Since yeah. you're a Episcopalian now. I said, well, no, nah, I didn't want all that bread. You're trying to go low on the carbs? Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm they sad can... now because I didn't get any of the free food. <laughs> I'm, like, legitimately bummed out. Aww. <laughs> like, oh. I had to go to work. It's it's. I I will say I will say this. If you're thinking about it, and and food's a factor, then yeah, do it. Because you're getting paid and you're getting free food. You get paid to eat some, like and there's yeah there's a lot of stuff. I'm sorry, but I to choose from. I think I would have been like an absolute glutton. I'd have made a sandwich out of like chicken and brownies. And all. <laughs> I regret nothing. I'm hey, not you know sorry. I saw people and like during lunchtime they're just like piled on the food like they were at a buffet mm-hmm. and like, because they're basically work. <laughs> And then, like, and then they'd just be snacking all the rest of the day. Yeah. They're just, like, pulling out fucking, you know, peanut butter crackers and, like, cliff bars and shit. They would, like, store it in their pants. Was there grapes? Yeah. Uh, there, were, there were grapes, bananas, uh, apples, oranges. I love a good grape. Yeah. I do love a good grape. Yeah, all that stuff. Brownies and bagels and muffins. Oh, my. Yeah. That was pretty good. So, yeah, if you ever just did do an extra work, the food's where it's at. Yeah, man. They do pretty good. That's where you're going to make all your money back. For sure. Yeah. All right, that's a, everybody. That's a hefty chunk of that $200 million. <laughs> <laughs> With me in my tummy. What were the bathroom facilities like? 
Um, was it porta potties and shit? No, they oh. had like in the actual building, they had actual bathrooms. Okay. Um, by the end of the day, they were a nightmare. They don't seem to have someone like coming by and clean them, cleaning them throughout oh, the day. Fuck that, dude! I couldn't handle that. Yeah. I, there's nothing I hate more. Than well, at least one of them was like that. I don't know. There's a couple different bathrooms. I would just like run across the concourse and like shit faster than I ever have in my whole life. Like, man, like it would like spark on the way out and then just <laughs> run back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, that's it. So. Once, once we get to the food and shit talk, we, we know. Yeah, we're, we're like, gonna... yeah, we're meandering at this point. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for uh, checking us out. Uh, we promise we will have more consistent content uh, from here on out. And get back in the regular swing of things. Like, share, subscribe. Um, go check out the channels we mentioned: uh, the Rad Brad and Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling. He's hilarious. And um, yeah, that's it. So we'll see you next time. Bye.